Shout out to Fino Black, this music lover. Juan Burgundy, Silent Age Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind It's hip-hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry I'm here representing for the underground Independence, Fifth Amendment Freedom of speech, the revolution is pending But it's cool cause you see we on a mission Television off, this a viral petition Man, and I hope you pay attention The WM48, we keep it real Yo, what is good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. It's Phenom Black, and everybody is here. Miss Music Love is here, Twan Burgundy, and Silent X Media. So we got a full 40 Acres house tonight. <laughs> Deidre is really, like, reading this article like her mic is not on. <laughs> like, she just straight be forgetting no, her I'm, mic is I'm, on. I'm laughing at these shock responses about... Uh... She's the weird Like, we know oh. what you laughing at, but it's like the, the laughing, like your mic don't work. <laughs> like, every giggle is heard round the world, round the ear. Every giggle. <laughs> she over here having a field day. I'm doing introductions. Oh, this is great. Like, um, this is so great. The shock of it all. You might as well just tell them what you laughing at. You might as well just go ahead, because, like, I feel like this is your way of setting up, making sure this is no, the first thing we talk no. about come in just giggling about it it's really not but... it is <laughs> she over there with tears like just background i really am in tears oh this is so funny so uh a couple of hours ago um i posted um i was today years old when i found out saving all my love for you by whitney houston was about her being a willing side chick, which that I knew about. I mean, it's clear as day in the lyrics, but I didn't know that this that she was being a willing side chick, side chick and pussy popping to Jermaine Jackson. So the shock of it all for everybody is just killing me. What I don't understand is you look at Jermaine now, and you can tell back for for you to still be looking the way Jermaine looks and dresses, everything just black tinted and fake painted on. This nigga, somebody was pussy popping for this nigga and it was so strong of a pussy pop that he won't let it go. Like he refuses to age with time. He's still living in his pussy popping error. I mean, you know, like what makes it funny because like, yeah, you think of present day melting looking Jermaine Jackson, but this is, this song is like in the eighties. So he didn't look like this back then. And then, you know, Jackson's were like, a thing and he helped like produce um and write some of those songs on that same album so apparently that whole album is about him and he was initially i think at that time he was married to um barry gordon's um daughter because he's married like three times two three times but i know around this time he was with this that wife like whitney knew and didn't care but Wait, is it's this so funny? Is this the one in the Jackson five part series that was with <laughs> Gordy's daughter or whatever, or Barry's yes. daughter, and they mm-hmm. weren't supposed to be together? What was her name? I think Robin. Is her name Robin? Did they didn't they run away together, or did they threaten to run away together or something? I think so, but they were married for a good little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say was they were married for a couple of years. Yeah, because uh, what's the name uh, 
Cochise wasn't having it, dog. Cochise was like, you niggas cannot get married. I refuse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They ended up. They got married, and I think they had like two, three kids. He said, "I'll ship your ass back to Indiana." Jermaine Jackson was getting like exotica pussy, so I don't know why. Like this in the eighties, he was getting it all. But in the Absolutely. movie, they Even made it seem like present day. They made it seem like Melted. she was the only one for him. <laughs> <laughs> he will never love another. He was fucking everything in them bell bottoms. Whitney. That's why the Michael, that's why the Jackson American story, which first of all, it's called Jackson's an American story. That is the whitest man title of a black story ever. Like, I don't know what Jackson five has to do with an American story about some black <laughs> kids from Indiana, but it, it's just it, like the whole story made it seem like they was, they just wanted to be kids and the stardom was just so hard. And Joe Jackson was such a savage. And and Stella hadn't got her groove back yet, so she just remained silent in the corner in the apron. And Gordy was the best, <laughs> and, and Barry was the best the substitute father ever. You know, like they really, they really had Michael talking to her mouse. Like having mice in your crib was okay. <laughs> Like when you watch that shit as a kid, you're like, "This is some sad ass shit." Why did <laughs> Why did they have to kill? What What was the what was the mouse's name? Was it Benny? What was the name? It was Ben? Was yeah. it Ben? Why did they have to... <laughs> <laughs> in a whole different movie? We going about now? No, no, Ben is in that movie, bro. We talk about. He's a, it's in part that one. Movie Ben knew that he was a mouse that Michael made a song about. Yes. Yeah, but that wasn't part of life story. That was a different movie. No, that was definitely in Jackson American story. He was talking to Ben at night, dog. I'm just saying, but Ben was a whole different. Could even had a sequel to it called Willard and shit. No, that's a rat. That, no, you're talking about something else, sir. You're talking, he was talking to the rat, right? He was talking to a mouse. You talking about Willard was what he was. <laughs> First off, I know what I know what Twad is talking what is about. Twad, <laughs> Twad is in. Twad is interjecting an actual horror film where a dude uses rats no, to kill man. people. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh Bro, yes, Willard is an actual movie about nah, about up, Marty McFly's dad talking to rats. Oh gosh, I can do this damn movie shit all day. Damn, damn, it ain't working. Here we go. Here we go. He's trying to do his research to find out more about. No, ben. that's a Ben movie, nineteen seventy-two. Yes, right, and it was, and Michael Jackson wrote a song and later. Wrote a song about it. Exactly, but it wasn't about the movie. It was about Ben in the kitchen with him on the floor <laughs> eating cheese. <laughs> eating, <laughs> eating cheese scraps. Ben is old movie. Speaking of scraps. <laughs> Speaking of scraps, if you would like more ratchet podcasting, please sign up for Premium Forty. <laughs> Premium Forty is where we can use your scrap dollars to, oh, you know, gosh. give you more podcasts and shit. Right now, we have a new episode of Shrill going up. John Wick Three: The Review with Me and Deidre is on the feed as we speak. There's a behind the ratchet on the feed as well, and there's a review of On My Block with Jacks coming and a Hoodable coming, and then. Twan sent me a list of ratchet, ratchet ass fucking movies on Hulu. Nigga, nigga, I just went through Hulu and I'm so happy. That's where you saw Kazam? Yes. Yes. Dog, I look, we gotta do 
I just know we're doing Universal Soldier. Yes. But say yes to the death, just because. I got a question. If we do Universal Soldier, can we count how many splits and round kicks? John Claude Van Damme. You you can't can't watch a John Claude Van Damme movie and not count the splits. We also got to count the amount of the amount of sounds he makes because ah, like he does that always. He makes that. He does yell a lot. Yeah. Does he still make movies? No. He doesn't. But he no. does do. He still does do splits because he was doing a split between some semi trucks for a Volvo ad, I believe. Bro, that's his claim to fame. He was, and I loved it. We How should. Old is that man? Who? Oh, like he old. Yeah, he's old as shit. I, oh. I I love it though. It's I'm all here for it. I feel like we should drink every time he does a roundhouse. Or does oh, he? Oh yeah, I'm yeah, well, I guess right. He's exactly fifty-eight years old. Or we, or we should drink every time he does one of those jump kicks because he does the same like guile jump kick on everybody. You should also, you should also drink every time he dances because that motherfucker loves to dance, even though he can't about. dance at all. Yeah, we we saw uh, what, what was the beast boxer or blood sport? No, no, no. He was in one of those um. Oh, elect- breaking. Was it br- yeah, breaking on the beach in a black leotard? He is on uh, what is he on Venice Boogie. Beach? Is they out on Venice Beach? Yeah. In that? Yeah, yeah, it was on Venice. Just jamming and cruising, looking like a foreigner, looking like a true foreigner, fully a foreigner. Yeah. Like straight out of Europe. He brought all his clothes straight off the strip. He's absolutely a foreigner. But yeah, so we got movies coming. So for Premium Forty, so make sure you sign up for that because, as you've already heard, this was the pre-introduction. This was the preview of what a Universal Soldier review is about to be like. It's, it's going to be a problem. And Dolph Ooh. Lundgren in full Dolph Lundgren. Oh my god! Full Dolph Lundgren, son. I mean, like, strong team. I, I, I was so happy, man. He, this, I, like I said, all I needed was Dolph Lundgren. I need, I need, I need this movie. I need Commando. Uh, like, classic. All my, all my B list Saturday afternoon action movies that I watched in my childhood. I don't remember none of these. You didn't watch movies, dude. Oh, you, you just started watching that is movies. True. It's okay. I mean, like, I was still kind of like the title, so no. <laughs> I think I own Predator, like the first one. I definitely own Predator. You own Predator or the Predator or Predators? No, the good one, Predator. The one with uh, Bill and um... Can we just keep it one hundred? If you don't even have enough energy to give your shit a new dope ass title, it's not going to be a good movie. Like I don't understand why we I kept agree. thinking new Predator films are going to be better when they just kept trying to name them shits Predator, Predators, but without the S. Like, bruh. That's the you know what this script about to be trash. This script's gonna be bad. It's the same thing they do with Fast and Furious. It wasn't Fast and Furious film. What other films were they doing that with? Where they'll just like remove one letter? Oh no, it was Fast and Furious. It was Fast and Furious, and then it was Fast the and, Furious Fast and the Furious. Was just Fast, Fast and Furious, right? Yeah, and the first one the was the Fast and the Furious, right? Yeah, Fast and the first Fast and Furious movie is called The Fast and the Furious. The fourth one is called Fast and Furious. Which is just so fucking lazy. It, is it really is. So goddamn lazy. But it was it it, it kind of works as a rebranding because like after four, that's when this shit started over. Well, no, three was when it started over. That's why three falls nah, party with four. I mean, but like the but yeah. I mean Tokyo Drift was I mean it's Justin four Lin was though. The start of the superheroes. Justin Lin is three, and Justin Lin took over after that. So all of those I'm are his saying, films. But like four, but I'm four saying they became superheroes from four on. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you that. They are super- the Avengers. Are they superheroes in four, or are they superheroes in five? Because I feel like they're superheroes in five. 
Well, Letty died and came back to life, so she was the first super. She was a uh, Captain America, the first Avenger in four, and then in five they fully became. Superhero. Yeah, because five is when they do the super jump off the mountain and live. Drag- and that was when they was dragging the bank vault through Brazil, and, all and they didn't kill oh, anybody. Five, five was amazing. They didn't kill and that's anybody. Everybody knew. Everybody knew the rock was was meant to be in. Bro, it's so much baby oil on set that year. So much baby oh, yeah. oil. <laughs> They also, spent a million out the budget purely on just baby on baby oil. oil. That's that's when they knew. That's when uh, Vin Diesel knew that his times were up. But he was like, "No, I gotta go get this actual. <laughs> I gotta go get this actual Marvel movie." <laughs> right. <laughs> it's I like how do you franchise. make how do you make Vin Diesel look like a villain? Baby oil. Because in the following films where he's a hero, they take off the baby oil. They're like, "All right, he don't need the baby oil no more. Let's put it on Idris. Idris Elba about to have all the baby oil this summer." Right, exactly. Yeah, I can't wait to see that shit. That nigga is a Terminator. Oh, I just oh, wish Ludacris Tyrese was still in it. No, I mean Ludacris has yeah, Tyrese now. Nah, both of them. Tyrese is ignorant of shit in those movies, and it's really funny to me. No, one black man trade for another is fine by me. I would. Tyrese does make me laugh in those movies. I'm in not saying movies, he's not funny, especially because every, everybody makes fun of him. That's like, exactly why I love it. But here's the problem in real life. In real life, Tyrese thought he was worth more than he was, so he, did. he became a problem. Yeah, I know. that that one scene where they uh get their asses whooped in the subway. No, 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 the, no the, you talking the about spit the spit take. take on the scene where the, the rock that was, was talking about his big ass forehead. The spit take that was actually because that oh, wasn't part. Of, that wasn't part of the script. That was an actual God. spit take by Ludacris because <laughs> that shit was incredible. <laughs> All right. Wow. Oh, man. Off the radar. But yeah, so y'all just got way, way great in opening. And if you love the opening that you just got, go to where'smy4dacres.com, nigga, and find our other podcasts because that's where they're going to be. I'm proud to figure out a system for, I don't want to say archiving, but we definitely got to clean up the feed because I don't want shows to be taking forever to load or people missing downloads. So that's something I got to work on. So be expecting that to not be able to see 100 episodes on the feed anymore. More maybe like twenty five something yeah, like that. Ten for y'all, motherfuckers, man. You got to keep the shit? site running. I think people think that you, when you listen to these other podcasts, and they be like, "Go to go to Wix, go to Squarespace, get a website, build an easy website." I built a website before this podcast episode. It took me five minutes. They lie. <laughs> they are fucking lying uh, when they say that shit, and it irks the fuck out of me. Because if you ever had to build a website from scratch, even if it's drag and drop. You are not about to build that shit in 10 or 15 minutes, brother. It's so easy. I didn't even need a consultant. But if you need a consultant, they have one <laughs> of those too. Bruh. Bruh. And while you, and you can do it from your Casper mattress. Casper mattress. It comes in a box. <laughs> it comes in a box. It comes in a box. That's the tagline. It comes in a box. It was so easy. They just delivered a box to my house on the first floor. And I was like... This is so easy. And I carried it upstairs all by myself. And then I opened the box and a mattress jumped out like Genie from the, the lamp. Whole ass mattress. They make it seem that fucking easy. Have you ever actually had a you've ever actually had a mattress delivered to your house? There's a reason that you pay them niggas ninety nine dollars for installation. I Yeah. Hey dog, I worked at Value City Furniture and I had to unload mattresses off of a truck at one point in my life. And them shits is very heavy. Hey, I lived on enough third floors. Boom. We yeah, right there. We, 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 we you know, you know what it is. Like, yes, we have maneuvered some mattresses. Yeah, like they, like the things, and the thing is, 
you can't get, you can never get a good grip on them. Nope. And then they fold up in the middle. Yep. And then it's just like it's just like you need three people. It ain't that heavy. It's just it's just it's annoying. As Mattress shit, stories man. be having me over here sounding like an E forty song. Nope. <laughs> yup. <laughs> like nah, I better do that. Shit is true. Y'all, y'all can see. They put handles on the side of mattresses like them shits help. <laughs> they don't fucking help. When have you ever just grabbed a mattress by the two handles on the side and shimmy that shit down the steps without problem? I mean, if you're walking through a field with a mattress, the handles are super useful if it's you Who and another person. But other than that exact scenario, you can't do anything with them. I feel like oh, if you're yeah. walking through a field with a mattress, you about to go kidnap somebody. Oh, definitely. I'm just saying, you have, there's nowhere else you have enough room to carry the mattress the wide way, like not standing straight up. What's crazy is you got to add that to the serial killer list now. Checklist. Carrying mattresses through fields. Yup, serial killer. <laughs> right. ain't, nobody you really, watch ain't nobody really trying to sleep under the stars like that, bro. <laughs> this nigga's building a bunker for kidnap victims. <laughs> and that's why you should order from Casper Mattress because we'll deliver it right to your bunker. <laughs> Oh my gosh! That's right, Casper. We go. We will get that Casper uh, sponsorship, y'all. Y'all, y'all go play. I mean, that. I have an air mattress, and it's it's cumbersome just to put it back in the bag. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh I don't no, know. The, air, the air mattress never gets back. Like black people will keep that damn bag. The air mattress don't never get back. No, in there. go back in there. It gets stuffed in it there. It don't matter you don't how much air you get. I tried. Out. You would have you to fold it with a robot. That's the only way it's going in there, bro. It I tried to just stuff it back in the box. Never. Right. Literally on the floor. And I, and look, and then, and then people be taping the box up. It's like, you done tore the box up. Just let the box go. Bro, I don't understand <laughs> why they give you a box. That. Like, these, these assholes won't even give you, like, a cheap plastic case in the box so that you can at least have something where the edges don't rip. But no, they be like, yeah. here, just put it back in this box. Or they give you a bag that's half the size of the fucking mattress. Like, right. Put it in here. Mm. And you be like, huh? How? 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 It's like, like the fold mattresses is almost as is hmm, it might actually be harder than folding like sheets with round curves. And you be like, I don't know, I'm not doing this right. Because when you start to get to the end, you just you just fold it. You just here, this diagonal here, this flip this here, roll this up, mm-hmm, smoke it. Mm, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this mattress. Those mattresses are hard. Like they, I bought it when. Um... You know, my I had family come with the hurricane, so I bought an air mattress because um, my brothers were staying here, and one was going to st- sleep on the couch. And listen, I was like, "Why is this so hard?" And then you know, they give you like the little instrument to blow it up, and they said you can also use this to take the air out and flatten it. That's a lie. That does not work <laughs> at all. No, like the struggle I've had, and I was like. There's no more fucking air in this, and yet there's still. Bro, I still can't fold this motherfucker at all. It's like, like putting a fucking screen protector on your tablet or your phone. They'd be like, "There's no air bubbles. It's air bubbles all in this mattress." <laughs> I just hit. I, I put the shit on reverse to suck the air out. Why am I still fine? I'm spread out on the ground, trying to get all the air bubbles out the mattress. So I can fold it. So I can roll it up and fold it. No, you you be turning this shit to a science, and Bruh. it don't need to be that much. And then that big metal box is on it. So that, that completely hinders the folding mechanism. Mm-hmm. You put a metal box that sucks air in in the middle of the mattress. It ain't on like the edge or nothing. It's in the fucking middle. I'm supposed to fold around this? Yes. That's what you're supposed to do. And then you put it in the bag and all like three-fourths of that shit sticking out the top. 
Mine didn't even make it into that. It's literally since September. It's on my floor. Yeah, like the airbag just so, becomes part of your linen closet at this it point. Does, like. It's frustrating. Yeah, I'm just about to stuff it in a closet and then just call it a day. Mattress. There's no way. You have to be a, literally a serial killer. <laughs> know how to fold that shit up perfectly and put it in a box. The motherfuckers that be the only people that know to do it are the people who fold like fitted sheets. <laughs> right. I, I, right. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. The hell. I always look at somebody that fold fitted sheets. I'm like, man, you you took a class. Bro, you, just, <laughs> you had to, right? Like, you got to like, like, watch four years a of school video. Kids. Like I watch it for you. I watch a YouTube video too. I still can't fold that shit. Like no. <laughs> only Martha Stewart can fold that from a YouTube video. What is this? Niggas mm-hmm. think YouTube videos save everything. They be like, just watch thirty seconds of this nigga folding some shit. Like it ain't parts missing. Motherfuckers be like, first you pick it up, swoon. See, it's folded. Wait, where's the where's the middle of the video at? Like, what'd you do with the edges? <laughs> Did they touch? Do they come together? Am I supposed to make a square? Is this a trapezoid? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? it's easy just do what i'm doing and then they turn it back to the camera and be folded in the other direction you be like bro who shot this right where, where did this come from but that shit got nine hundred thousand views i'm like bro i just need to make videos of me doing around the house shit so i can get these sponsorships <laughs> putting water like in your iron <laughs> and all you have to do is get a casper delivered and then you just cut the box open and the mattress jumps out and it's like we <laughs> bro they make ca- they make buying casper mattresses sound like riding a fucking roller coaster just they give did. us just give us a thousand dollars and we'll send a box to your house and in that box is your mattress i couldn't believe it was a mattress in this box i opened it and i expected sand to fall out but you know what fell out a mattress <laughs> And it's the it's the weirdest thing because like we're sending to your house like you know what you can actually go to a mattress discount and they'll do the same thing you'll pay you thousand dollars and they, and they all they all got the same raggedy <laughs> they actually ass. come with guys who would take it up the steps for you like is, like I don't like they they be like is it it's not that much more convenient at least like at least if I go out to go buy a mattress I can go lay on the motherfuckers I know the fuck it feels like but and like, I don't I think I trust the mattress that is literally coming in the box. The, like, do I got to roll that shit back in the box and send it back? Okay, so that's days? so that was gonna like, be my shit. That's what I was gonna hit on because they do that too. They be like, <laughs> tre- they be like, test it out for one hundred days. But who is gonna roll a mattress back up into a fucking box right, after a hundred days, bro? <laughs> we just thought that we couldn't get that shit for an air mattress. You be like, nah, man, it ain't, it ain't worth this. They shit. make like, it. They, they'll say that it. shit too. They be like, if you like, if you don't like it, just, just put, roll just up, this put it back in the box, mattress, and send it back. Just slide it back in the box. It's not vacuum sealed. Right, it's not like we use a special machine to put these mattresses in a box. That's, we like, use the hands of immigrant children. No, you don't. Because like, at that point, if, you're, if, you're, if your mattress is that bad, after 100 days, you'll be like, it ain't the best mattress, but I already paid for it, and it's mine. So, right. It's, it's better right. than the one I had. Yeah, like... You but, have you, but have you ever seen YouTube videos where motherfuckers be having multiple mattresses? So this is from Lydia's, and this is from Casper, and this is from Brooklyn, and this is from... And I'll be like, bro, who rolling up all these mattresses for y'all? What space do they even have? Because I'm just thinking. Oh, they be buying twin size mattresses. That's how you know they're not keeping them either. Because it's it's no way you're gonna be like, oh, let me open this king size mattress up in this living room. I got a perfect mattress. Gotta drag it to the bedroom. I be look. I watched one video where they had. They were like, we're comparing a purple mattress to a Casper mattress, and I was looking at it. I'm like, first of all, that apartment room is ten by ten by four and a half. 
and they just stuck two twin size mattresses in it. And then they got two grown ass white people. This is how we would sleep if we had to sleep on a twin size mattress. And I'm like, first of all, y'all could get a better mattress if you want buying two at a time. Y'all could just go ahead and get a queen size mattress because this is some poor nigga shit. Like, we didn't need this. Buy one mattress and be like, is it good? Ain't nobody need you. It's sleeping on a mattress, bro. Plus, you can't prove to us that one is softer than the other one. They'll just lay down on it. This one is definitely soft. Like, we can see, like, there's a soft meter that comes up at the bottom of the screen or something. And you can see how plush that shit is. Come on, bro. And I just can't see no Casper mattress being comfortable. Nah. I, will, I go by the rest. I did. Ass box. Like, nah. I mean, I, could, I can see them being comfortable. Right, I don't, I don't see that being a problem. Like Liddy, like was it? Um, it's, it's, uh, it's not Liddy. Is it something else? Lisa, Lisa mattresses. So you got like Lisas and stuff. And if you go read the ratings on them, purple mattress, purple mattress is like nine hundred. Yeah, if you go read the rate, like actual mattress ratings, like when motherfuckers go in on mattresses, they be like, bruh, you can feel the coils in this one after six months in the bottom, and then mm. it's no longer Tempur-Pedic, it's Sempur-Pedic because the shit becomes really fucking simple. It just sinks all the way down and it never takes your full form again. They'll have like legit discussions. Oh, this damn. Mattress last. This year, this mattress last. Oh, yeah. When I brought our mattress, I was doing research for like two weeks. I'm going to need to start doing that then. It's serious, bro. Like, I found. And yeah. What's crazy about our mattress, when we brought it, it did not come. It was one of the only ones that didn't come in a box, but it was in that group of mattresses that they were putting in boxes. So it was a Tempur-Pedic. But it was the only one that was over like 10 inches tall, which I needed a thicker mattress. I wasn't about to buy no nine inch mattress, which is what a purple is and a Casper is and a Lisa is. They're about nine inches. I needed something that was like 12 or 13 because you got you got them deep pocket sheets. On yeah, bro. Sheet. I need I needed that temper. I needed that that's that high temper Pedic. And we ordered ours and they had to bring it. So we had to pay like a hundred dollars for installation. Two black dudes brought that shit in the career, brought it up to the third floor, put it on the bed, right? Put everything together. When they put it down, the guy was like, y'all ever slept on one of these before? And we was like, no. Nah. He said, man. He said, let me tell you something. First time you sleep on that bitch, you're not going to be able to get up. He said, I got, he said, I got, one, I got one at home. He said, he said first, first couple weeks, you're going to sink into that bitch. You're not going to be able to move. I say, there you go, brother. Because it was two niggas. I was like, there we go. That's what I needed. I needed that cosign. I ain't need them to drop that bitch off and be like, mm. And then leave. <laughs> I ain't want that. <laughs> My man was like, "You ever slept on that? Sh- you ever slept on one of these?" Man, niggas don't know Tempur-Pedic, bro. We coming up in the world, though. Glad to see another nigga purchasing one of these. I usually give them to white people. I'd be like, "All oh, these happy white people." I wish I could save my hood. There you go, man. Hey, Tempur-Pedic, shout out uh, for the, uh, <laughs> the the sponsorship. Uh-huh. Yeah, now cut the check, motherfucker. <laughs> Send us one. Tempur-Pedic is I not a company. It. Oh, yeah. I will, yeah, don't cut a check. Send us all Tempur-Pedic mattresses. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. I have no yeah. problem putting another Tempur-Pedic That's on top of my Tempur-Pedic. Because my mattress yeah. is, I got like a, a silly, and we, I love that junk. I just went and laid on a bunch of mattresses and a bunch of mattresses. And I was going to get a Tempur-Pedic because I laid on that shit. And I was like, yo, this shit is butter. Yo, don't buy no mattress out of right. the store, bro. This shit's a hustle. Don't do that shit. I know I ain't doing it no more. I bought this mattress six years ago. Yeah, it's a they they mark up prices like crazy. It's a hustle. Mattress mm-hmm. gonna sell all the no, time. It is. Yeah, look, I still think all mattresses. Be be a girl have a running joke that we think all mattress stores are drug fronts. Probably. For like, because <laughs> like, there's there's too many of them. Like there's yeah, too, nobody like nobody needs that many mm-hmm. mattresses. Like I don't see that many. In my neighborhood, stores. it was a highway, right? <laughs> so. 
there's my neighborhood, and then there's I forty, and then another neighborhood on the other, directly on the other side of I forty. So like, if you're coming up one way, there's a little overpass, and you can go to both sides, right? There's a mattress firm on one street. You cross this highway, and there is a mattress firm on the other side of the street, on the same street, and it's like a quarter mile apart, and they've been there for like three years. Both of them, two mattress firms. Who buys this many mat? Like every time, I've never seen a car in either parking lot except for this one Kia in one of them. Every time you sit there and like. Like, oh man, that store closed down in the shop in the, in the little shopping center. And the <laughs> next one open up is gonna really? be a it's gonna be a mattress place. It's gonna be like, well, look, everything left, the mattress place is still there. Nobody's buying mattresses that damn much. The shoe store gone, the restaurant gone, things that people right. eat daily shit, but the mattress store is there and them bitches are expanding. That shit is a drug, that's a cartel drug front. It's always a 100%. little pudgy dude working in that sense. shit too. It's never like a dude who looks like he has something to do with his day. Working in a mattress store, it's always a short little pudgy dude. You guys like mattresses? No, nah, man. We like we like sleeping on concrete, hard rock pillows. <laughs> what the fuck you think we in here for? Well, we got thirty six mattresses for you to try out, and I have absolutely nothing to do today. So why don't we just lay on all of them, <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. So you you bought, you bought your Timber Peter from where? I brought it from. I can't never remember the name. Of my fucking um the company. I had to tell you later. I can't. It's, it's been two years since I purchased it. I can't <laughs> never remember. I can't never remember, man, because I, you buy a mattress once. So I only needed to remember that name when I was ordering it. I don't remember that shit. <laughs> only reason I know about Casper is because they say it in every fucking podcast. So I wouldn't know what a Casper mattress was either if niggas kept, didn't say Casper every five minutes. Dog, they, them bitches are everywhere, man. God, Casper done took over the game. Upstairs and, you know. Opened up, it just popped out. There's like a jack in the box. Yeah. I just cranked it up a little bit to do, 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 do pop mattress. Yeah. It's like so only, soft. The only way you should go to mattress store is just to look at, just to lay on some bitches. And they'd be like, you know, I'm going to go buy this somewhere else. Then they'd be like, Casper sent us a mattress. Y'all got 4,000 downloads on your podcast. Tell <laughs> some Casper sent you a mattress. We got 3 million downloads, and I can't get a pillow from Casper. Like, are you <laughs> fucking serious? Are you I serious? Know, like, can I get a pillow in the box? Can hey, I look, get boom, some? Casper, t- look, we we done, we done already bought your shit. Can I get a cool right. gel pillow, nigga? Like, you know, like, I just need it cool on one side. So I can flip that shit over in the summertime. Be like, mm, going back to sleep in the Arctic. Mm, I'm good. They <laughs> get something. Damn, can I sink my neck into it? I'm not trying to have neck troubles. I'm trying to straighten my back out before I get too old. Before it's too late. I'm going to use this video for transition because Deidre sent me this video today and I hate you, ma'am. I really do. Which one? You know which one I'm talking about. The Walgreens one? You... Maybe. <laughs> Good baby. Maybe. You know, those those, those dudes are great, know. man. These those niggas, dudes those are niggas great. Are niggas. I watch a lot of it. They got cool. They got a lot of good anime. I was too. cackling when I saw that shit. Everybody's I was like, so what upset video? that it was just that short. Oh, have you seen his LeBron one? No, no. Yeah. It, it literally just be him and it, it like he be, he put like some like LeBron on and it just be him yelling at all his friends and all and every time they go to his friends, it's a different basketball player. He said, like, "What are y'all doing? I gotta do all this shit by myself. It's just me. Is how it is. Where you at, Kevin? What you doing, Kevin? Where you at? Like, wow. Just, 
gotta do this all by myself. Bro, this video that she sent me, I was crying. I was like, this they these niggas prepared for this shit. They put on the same color khaki khaki pants. They put on red uh, polo shirts. And it's the same four or five friends. They all get together and they are it's all hilarious. It's, Everyone in the video. It's just too that was funny. damn good because it's so fucking true. I'm saying what you wanna do, what's up? What you mean what I do? Hey, what's up? What you talking about? Mitch, I'm talking about how y'all always put y'all store in front of our store. Oh, oh there we do. go again. You better stop. Cause we just trying to grow hard like you. Here we go again. Stop putting y'all store in front of our store. Y'all ain't even got no medicine in y'all shit. Y'all shit overpriced. Nigga, our shit is government approved though. Government approved? Man, stop that shit. What you want to do? What you want to do? Come on. Baby, you can cross the street right now. What's up? Cross the street. Man, let's go then. Cross the street then. Quit playing. Hey, Lee, come out here. All right, bro. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, bro. Bum-ass niggas, if we bum, come over here. Somebody that's great value ass That's great value ass nigga. What's up? What's up? Cross the street then. Cross the street then, bitch ass nigga. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh my god. Like, I watched this shit at work for like 20 minutes. Man, you don't even got no medicine in your I was like, but they do have medicine. They do. I was saying, shit, they have like a target now. What are you talking about? Oh my god. Y'all great value ass niggas. This nigga said, bring your ass, that that bring your ass across the street there, though. Because you know they can't, it's like when he said it, only thing I I kept thinking of like the CVS store actually getting up and walking across the street for them niggas to box. It's like, bring your ass across the street, then. Like, it's a rule that Walgreens workers can't cross the street and go to the They're always across the street from each other. And I I don't, like, I for me, it's not even the coincidence of it happening all the time. Because, like, how does even real estate happen like that? Like, there's always an opening across the street? Yes. Like, dog, they do it all. The, they, did it, they did it up here with a Cadoba like, and a Chipotle. They had a Cadoba in the area up here for the longest. Just a Cadoba. And then the grocery store closed down, and in front of the grocery store, it was like a mechanic shop that hadn't been open in like 15 years. Somebody from Chipotle came through the spot and was like, listen, now that we fixed the polio in the chicken, we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> we gonna go ahead and buy more Chipotle spots. They brought this old busted ass auto mechanic spot that hadn't fixed the car in 20 years. And I came back through that bitch like a month later and it was a fucking Chipotle. Not only was it a Chipotle, nigga, it was open already. They had, they had fixed up the whole shit and turned it into a see-through Chipotle and it's literally like 15 feet away from a Cadoba. <laughs> it, it is though. Mm-hmm. It was in the most, yeah. it's in the weirdest area. It's literally, it's not at the end of a parking lot. It's like in the center end of the parking lot. So you can go out to Chipotle and then walk behind it and go into the grocery store. I see this is the weirdest location to put a Chipotle. Y'all just put a smack dab in the middle of it. Look what we got here. Burritos. Served by wow. white people now. Because we stopped hiring Mexicans. <laughs> Which they did in this area. They did. They stopped hiring Spanish people. And you can take it. No, they really did. Because the last time I went to Chipotle, I was like, oh. I ain't never seen no real struggle to like. Never seen the real struggle till I seen the teenage white kid try to fold a fucking burrito, dog. I'm like, Man, yes. Y'all really can't do this, though. This is ethnic. It's hard. Jones be collapsing. They, and what they, what they do is they try to trick you. They put the shit in there, and then they struggle fold it, and then they wrap foil around it like eight times, and they be like, burrito. Exactly. 
come on, bro. It's cheese. Le- you ain't even put cheese on it yet, and it's cheese falling out of it. Like, how the fuck did you even do that magic? You'd be like, can I get a burrito? They'd be like, you sure you don't want a bowl? I just got to put <laughs> shit in the Damn. bowl. Right. Give me my fucking burrito. <laughs> Go to Cadova. We ain't never yeah, getting no Chipotle Cuba. sponsorship. Go to so Cadova. It's always better. Yeah. All right, man. Um, so we got what two other things to talk about. I I got a DJ. I've been waiting all day though. I got to talk to you about this podcast because. Oh my god! Like, talk about this podcast. You should have seen my face because I I I haven't been listening to podcasts. It's it's been a little minute besides um, dissect, but you know I kind of have to like. I watch enough ID channel. Yeah. So the true crime can be getting, you know, and then of course, like, you know, if you listen to a lot of uh, true crime stuff, a lot of the stories are pretty much like the same stories. Yes. Um. So when you told me about this one, I said, oh, I hadn't heard about this one before. And I was like, I'll listen to it because, you know, the podcast is not that long, which is good, too. I said, oh, that's a train ride from, you know, here to the house from work and I know those people probably thought I was a psych patient because the faces <laughs> and the, what the fuck I was given in that seat. Listen. Like so oh I'm I'm listen and and I typically don't go How did you find this? Because because Gimlet is like they're the Spotify podcast network now, right? So they're the ones that also did Crime Town that I told you to listen to for the Detroit shit. Yeah, I'm about to listen to that. That tomorrow. shit is amazing. Okay, listen to it on Spotify because if you listen to it on anything else, all of the episodes aren't available. But you want to listen to all of season two. It's black as fuck. It's so good. Like the uh, interviews, uh, okay, on Spotify are so okay. good. So listen on Spotify. But like Gimlet has all these different podcasts. Gimlet is also the one that did Reply All about the hacking shit. Mm, like they have was... good, they have very well produced podcasts. Like I've been listening to Reply All all day because they have ones about like uh, voicemails with secret messages. People scamming each other through Facebook and how they doing it. And reply all got me through that twelve hour trip down to see my family. Bro, reply like, all be dropping, and I just facts. started listening to it. Reply all be dropped. Did you listen to the episode where they talked about the the compute the the, the woman at the one eight hundred number getting the weird ass voice like calls? No, that's that's next up. Bro, uh, did you listen sh- to the Domino's one? No. Yes, yes, I listened to the Domino's one where they was like, dude was calling up and ordering a coke. Or just like people was just ordering one Coke, like ordering two dollar Coke and never, pick, and never, never coming to pick, never it up. pick it up. That shit, what? bro. I'm telling you, it'd be like happening this now. It's, it's all up with the simplest shit, and then like it goes down some mirror. weird hole. You like, nigga, how do we get here? It's like Black Mirror <laughs> hacking. It's so fucking weird. Like, it's, but you listen to it, it's so well researched, and they be yeah, having professionals that. that they talk to. It's so good, dog. But so I've been listening to those. So I seen this podcast also from Gimlet called crime junkie and i'm like okay let me check this out it is hosted by these two women but it's really hosted by one person and she got a sidekick and she really does that chimes in and asks little questions or but okay so deidre first off before just did you think that show is do you think that show is scripted yeah. Okay, so it, so it, it isn't just me, right? Like, old girl be having the person, but wait, I don't understand why would you do that? Exactly, it's, Jen. So listen. It's too perfect. <laughs> what? Like, the, the dialogue is too perfect. It doesn't like, feel natural. You, even, you hear people, like, that's been on podcasts and doing podcasts for years, and 
like speak very, very, you know, like they bounce the off each it, other. But you could, yeah, but you could, they still have like the ums and you know what I'm saying? Like it's still a normal dialect, like it's still a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah, theirs was absolutely scripted. Whoa, Deidre, I actually agree with what you're saying. <laughs> they say shit like that in that fashion, <laughs> and you're like, it's not natural. So, um, um, and they kind of do it on Reply All, but it sounds like it sounds more natural. Like I don't feel like Reply All is scripted. I feel like they have a good set of notes. I feel like they, yeah. these girls' podcast is is scripted. But they started talking about this case, um, about this missing woman from 2001 named Patty Atkins, and it's one of the most one sided cases that I've ever seen explored on some ID shit. Because every, I, I watched a news report, which Deidre, I'm gonna send you the link for this true crime daily news report they did. It is ratchet. Like when you listen to the news reporter, she thought she was going on a honeymoon, but she ended up maybe somebody's dead honey. And I'm like, what? what? Who wrote this? Who wrote honeymoon? Who wrote? Who wrote wow. this terrible shit that is also They're throwing shade? What? I'm just I'm just making up an example, but that's like how they throw shade. Like, they, like oh she thought she was going on a trip, but now she'll probably never return. And I'm like, who no, is no. writing this? <laughs> who is writing this? So oh, they, they're they talking about this woman, this missing woman named Patty Jenkins. And no, I, I just want to give the, I just want, my bad, Patty Atkins. <laughs> I was like, Patty Jenkins directed Wonder Woman. You're right, my bad, not Patty Jenkins. She's still with us. Wonder Woman 84 But this could be a Patty Jenkins now, for real. The story. Oh, it's okay. Jenkins is out there. What happened? Okay, D- me and Deidre on the same page. I can see already. But let me <laughs> let me get these details. That's what I I needed. That thank you, nigga. I needed that cosign because I thought I was the only one with some sits in the fucking car listening to this podcast. <laughs> so, Patty Atkins was a 29 year old woman. I think she was from Ohio. Yes, yeah, right. Was. And she had a daughter named this name. Her daughter's name is McHaley. Yes. I saw a picture of the daughter. I saw like Haley from McDonald's. McHaley, basically, yes. That's what I'm asking. Not like McHaley. It's not not McHaley. It's McHaley. You you gotta pronounce the McHaley. Yes. Okay, bro. Trust me. If I've you been... see her and you see the daughter, it makes sense. Yup, yup, yup. You see, like, ooh, ooh, nigga, ooh. <laughs> so they from Ohio. This is. Excuse me. It's this 29. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. It's this 29 year old white woman. She's been working at this Honda plant. So she worked at the Honda plant for 10 years from the age of 19 to 29. And she has this daughter. Patty had a boyfriend, which they never say this nigga's name in any of the interviews. Never, I've ever seen. never say never. his name. They had, a, he had, she had this boyfriend, her and her boyfriend were supposed to take a week long vacation to a remote spot in Canada. Patty's sister, Marsha, was going to take care of the kid while Patty was gone. So basically what was going to happen was Patty was going to send the child to her ex, the child's father, for a couple of days. And then the child was going to stay with Marsha for the last couple of days. Patty was going to go to work on a Friday, Friday the 29th of -hmm. June, 2001, right? Mm -hmm. And she was going to drop. So the details are... She's gonna, so basically, this, this is the scope. I'm going to get the details later. This is the synopsis. Patty was going to go on a week-long vacation to Canada in a remote area with this boyfriend that she had, right? She dropped her kid off with her sister on Friday, 
June 29, 2001. And at, she worked a shift that day from 3.30 to 12. She clocked out at 12, 19, 12 and 19 seconds. Excuse me. She clocked out at 12 on the dot, 19 seconds. Because she needed to get out of there before her other workers left because she was a shift manager and she wanted to leave before everybody else could like hold her back to keep her from leaving later, which usually is what happens. If you're a shift manager, you have to check stuff, make sure everybody leaves, et cetera. She didn't want to get caught up like that. So and... she, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm just, just, just the basic synopsis. She went on, she went with, she goes on her boyfriend in this trip to Canada. She tells her sister, I'm going to call you from the road. Right. And her sister's like, cool. She says, cause I don't know if we're going to have this when we get there. So she goes on this trip with her boyfriend. Sunday comes around. The sister has not heard from her sister from Patty for seven days since June Friday. She has not heard from her sister at all. They roll a whole week back to the next Sunday. So not the Sunday following the June that she left the next Sunday, a whole seven days. Like that's like nine days. Okay. (laughs) She realizes that. Patty was supposed to, and this podcast got some of this info wrong too, because I watched the family interview. Um, oh, really? Yep. I'm going to correct all that shit. So they get, they roll around to the following Sunday when she was supposed to come back. So she was supposed to spend from Friday to the fall, to not that Sunday, but the next Sunday after. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That Sunday rolls around and Patty does not show up. So her sister freaks out and her sister is like, yo, what's happening? She calls this, the boyfriend. And from there, this case takes life. Here's the thing about this case. I left out so many details that Deidre, what Deidre, tell me this, tell me this woman ain't leave. Oh, please. Yes. Okay. So here's the, here are the details. Yes. Yes. And yes. Here are the fucking details. So. Patty's boyfriend actually was married to a woman with kids. So that's the first thing. Whole family man. Whole yeah. family. She had been secretly dating him, according to her. None of this, none of this information I'm giving y'all came from the boyfriend. This is all according to Patty. Patty told her family she'd been dating him for like the last year. Mm-hmm. And knowing he was married. So they were finally going to go on a trip together and the family knew about the boyfriend and knew that he was married. They all knew this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here are the trip details. Patty says to her sister that Marsha told her the boyfriend said not to bring clothes on this trip because they'd buy these clothes when they got to the remote area in Canada nope. that they were nope. <laughs> Nope, nobody takes a trip like that. Oh, that's super murder. What? <laughs> that, that's, look, look, unless you oh. are full, unless you are full rich, like full rich, yeah. nobody be like, nobody, everybody packs. That's what I'm going on vacation to a nudist camp and you oh. just oh. not going to be wearing clothes. Hold on, hold on. Hold is an hold entire on, hold industry. On. Hold on, y'all. Hold no. on. Wait, wait, wait till, wait till Brandon talks about, uh, that's Let me the get it out right when, what, what the plans were as well after she they got off of work. Yep, I got it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Okay, so I want y'all to listen to what I'm saying. Because uh, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Because I heard a comment from y'all that lets me know you're not listen. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what Patty said. Okay, this is not what the dude said. This is what Patty <laughs> told her sister. 
Okay. Patty also told her sister that the boyfriend told her to leave work early at midnight and that she needed to leave before her coworkers came out of the building because she needed to sneak into the back of his truck and hide under the cover on the bed of the truck so that nobody would see that she was in the truck with him because he had carpooled to work that day with another employee and he had to drop this man off at home. Is he, is he, uh, is she setting up this nigga? Like, <laughs> this is a lot. This, okay, so, this, hold up. so this is the story that she, this is what she said, told her sister. Yes. Before the trip. Yes. Yes. And sister did not say nothing to her. So she was like, oh, you know what? Have fun. Nope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All, all of them said that. Well, y'all have a, you deserve it because you work so you hard. Me, if, if my sister came to me and said, these are all the, de- not like, oh, we get on the flight here and we're going to go here and this is going to be at the island. I'm going to call you when I get there. Cool. That sounds like a trip. Or I got to go off and then he got to hide me under a tarp and all that stuff. Where you going? Okay. Uh-uh. So the nope. last time that they heard from Patty was that Friday around like three because Patty had to drop her daughter off at her sister's house. Then she had to drop her cats off at the vet, you know, for them to be lodged. And then she had to go to work at 3.30. She carpooled with somebody to work at 3.30 because she didn't want to leave her car in the parking lot at work over the vacation time period. So she got a ride to work. And the last message they got from her was a voicemail that she left her sister saying that when she got on the road in the middle of the fucking night, she was going to call her. Later that early morning, nighttime, the red, the the red eye hour of the day and talk to her. The sister never got this call, right? And never pondered why she got, she didn't get this call for nine days. Yeah. She said, well, you know, I just assumed that she was in a remote area. Yeah. That they, that, you know, she just didn't have time. The the, the girl gave her the kidnap murder plans of her own (laughs) self. (laughs) And the family didn't take heed. <laughs> That's so, and they, and they waited so many days. It wasn't like, oh, you know what? This seemed a little weird, but she seemed okay about it. Because I feel like if you told me that and I let you go, then like the next day when I don't get you, I'm already calling the police. Like, right. Already. I, I wouldn't let you go, but I'm already calling the police. I'm not going to have to wait a week right. without seeing you. You already told me some sketchy ass shit. Now we listening. Okay, so. Oh, it gets better. Here's too. what happened when Patty did not come back. When Patty didn't come back, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm clearing my throat because it's good. Patty did not come back. So let me clarify some details for you, Deidre, that they got wrong on this podcast. And okay. this is from the sister's mouth. Okay. So I don't know where they got their information from, but this came straight from the sister. Mm-hmm. Patty was actually supposed to come back on Saturday, not Sunday, oh, Sunday, because the family was having a cookout and Patty was supposed to be back to Patty told her sister she'd be back in time for the cookout on Saturday. So when Patty didn't come back Saturday for the cookout, that's when Marsha Marcia started blowing up her phone that night. So mm. Saturday late, early Sunday morning, she's calling the shit out of her sister. So when they, yeah, when they said that, because remember they said that like, oh, the sister was blowing up the phone and, you know, kept calling, calling, calling the house phone. So that was on Saturday, not Sunday. That was Sunday. That was Sunday early morning. So we're talking about, you know, uh, after midnight Saturday. Sunday mm-hmm. early morning. She's calling her sister and she said she called like a hundred times. Yeah. So then she's like, oh, well, maybe she's not back yet. 
So she called the boyfriend's house on Sunday. She didn't, my bad. She didn't call his house. She called the boyfriend's side hustle job, which was a mechanic shop. So he he worked at the Honda plant, but he also had a side business where I think him and his wife ran it. That was an auto mechanic shop. So she called the auto mechanic shop. I'm not going to go with times here because the times keep changing for this shit, but let's do it by order. She called the mechanic shop and the wife picked up when the wife picked up. She basically acted like she was a customer. Marsha did, the sister. And she mm-hmm. was like, because she didn't want to blow up Patty's spot. Because she knew Patty was doing some devil's work. And she was like, um, can I speak to Yada Yada, the name of the boyfriend that's never been released? And the wife is like, he's not here right now. He's out. He'll be, he's expected back later. So the sister goes, okay, cool. Thank you. She gets off the phone. She's more chill. Because she's like, okay, Patty and him haven't come back yet. Um, I'll hear from her when they get back. She calls a couple hours later because she didn't get any more information. And this time the boyfriend picked up the phone and <clears throat> in the, in the podcast, they said, so basically she was, she calls the boyfriend. She's like, Hey, weren't you with Patty? And he's like, Patty who? And she's like, Patty from Honda. And he's like, Oh, Patty from Honda. Yeah. I know who that is. No, I'm not with Patty. And the sister is like, well, she's supposed to be back with you. That didn't work. So they didn't talk about this in the podcast, but they talked, the sister said this in an interview. So then they went to the sister's house. They went to Patty's house, her and her friend. That's just like, they said that, um, the sister called her other sister in another state. No, she called her brother in mm. another state and they went. So, did, and this is, again, this is from Marsha, the sister's mouth in an interview. So Marsha said they went to Patty's house and what they found was rolls of like money bands from banks thousand dollars ten thousand dollars whatever no money though they didn't find any money they didn't find anything in the house besides this this was the only conspicuous thing that they found so then the sister called the hug this boyfriend back at three Mm -hmm. in the morning and asked him why did you kill my sister like that's what she said she said what she called him she said she called him and was like you killed my sister. And she said when she called her brother, she told her brother, Patty's dead. When when Patty didn't come back. She just straight up said, I just called my brother and I told him Patty's dead. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you don't even know yet. Like, we don't know yet. So th- the sister already assumed Patty is dead. And she calls his boyfriend and she's like, you killed my sister. And it's three in the morning. And the boyfriend is like, what? And then the wife is like, what? So none of them believe any of this. So they get the police involved. The police start doing their research. And the police are like, they take, they, they go to the house. They don't find anything at the house. Okay. They talk to Patty's coworkers and they say, Patty did catch a ride that day. They talked to the coworker that was carpooling with the boyfriend. And he was like, yes, me and him did leave that night after work. He took me home. They went to a Burger King and they said they went in line for 45 minutes. <laughs> so he didn't get home till 2.30. So this leads me to two oh, conclusions okay. about this situation that, that we need to talk about. How the fuck you in line at Burger King for 45 minutes? At night. I will at say this. At any time of the day, but especially at night. I will say this. I have been to a fast food restaurant where they took like 25 minutes to get us some food yeah, in the middle yeah. of the night. Was it Burger King though? I, no, no. It was another fast food restaurant. I'll go to Burger King. Exactly. 25 minutes. Yeah. 45? Yeah, forty five is extensive. That's that's. I would have went to another Burger King. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a fucking 
fucking burger. Like, yeah, but I have waited at like McDonald's when I, back in my McDonald's age, days where they just niggas was working the night shift and they weren't cooking no food. Oh, I understand that. Oh, yeah. Twenty five again, twenty five minutes for sure. Forty five, hell no. Yeah, for I would have left, went somewhere else, and waited fifteen minutes. There would have been less time. <laughs> so that was his alibi. But the wife also said that he'd been home all week. And he'd been in and out, like, going to conferences and whatnot and working at the auto shop and shit like that. Because it was a week off at the Honda plant. The Honda plant shut down that whole week. So everybody had a week off. Not just these two. All right. So the police checked his shit out. The police went to his house and was like, we didn't went to her house. We didn't find nothing but money bands everywhere. So then they talked to the co-workers. And Patty did catch a ride. And it was the last time anybody saw her was at work. They went to her house and she had money bands? She had money bands. Yes, she had money bands. She had money bands. Yeah, she had money bands. Oh, she dipped out. Okay, so so they they, they went and talked to the boyfriend. (laughs) He was like, me and her did not have a relationship. We were co-workers. Co-workers at the job said they were kind of close. Patty had a friend named Heidi, which was not talked about in this podcast at all. But Heidi was interviewed as well. And Heidi was like, we kind of knew they had interest in each other, but like we never saw them actually engage. And mm-hmm. so the cops start digging deeper. They go to this dude's house and this dude is like, Hey, you can check everything. You can check my house. You can check my shop. You can check whatever. So they check his house. The only thing they find in his house is a birthday card from Patty. And they're like, Honda is 4,000 employees deep. So why would, he have a birthday card from a random employee, right? Like, why would they be that close? Which I have people in my job who are close. They give each other birthday birthday cards, and we have more than four thousand workers. So you build relationships with people at work that you cool with. I see couples walking together all the time at work, and they both marry. I don't know if they fucking. I just know they always walking together and going like the people you get lunch with, the people you socialize with at work. Them typically is the people that you hang out with all the time. So if y'all get each other like birthday cards and stuff like that it could be harmless it could be something else it just depends on who the people are so i can't look at that as just straight up oh yeah they was definitely fucking because he got a birthday card from her they found a phone that they that the sister says patty told her she bought for him mm-hmm. the boyfriend didn't say this patty told Marcia she said this they found a hard rock cafe t-shirt from florida that they claim Patty said she brought for her boyfriend on a trip to Florida. All right. And then they found a letter from Patty saying how much she wanted to be with him. But they didn't necessarily find this at his spot. They just found a letter, right? Okay. So they start checking into Patty's finances. Oh my gosh. Come to find out. Come to find out. Patty also claims that over the years she was giving him money because he told supposedly Patty said that he told her that he wanted that him and his wife were on the verge of divorce. But when I listened to the interview, it changed from that to he said that he wanted to get a divorce. Not that he was in the process of it. Right. Which is what they said on the spot. So yeah, they said, uh huh. So Patty is like, he, we, it's cool that we together because him and his wife don't even like each other no more. They're on the verge of getting divorced. But in reality, no, he had told her, according to her, that he wanted to divorce his wife. But to do it, he needed to buy her. He needed to buy out his shares of the auto spot, the side hustle. So Patty started giving him money. And supposedly, over <laughs> a year, 
Patty supposedly gave him ninety thousand dollars. Nigga, why they wrote it like that? <laughs> no, this bitch. They said she took like thirty thousand out of her four hundred one k. She took out like she did a she did a second mortgage on her house for twenty five k. Twenty five, yeah. Nigga. And then she was doing like check, like you know, like cash advances on a credit card. Yeah, nigga, that nigga, that nigga laid the pipe. Like, <laughs> what did he fuck up if he never did? Bro, right. like, dude. And she still I, do it all this shit. I feel kind of bad. Because crazy first, can do this shit off the, of anticipation and don't get nothing. The, the 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 part that I feel bad about is that I'm like, I need to find me a woman like this. Hold on, Twan. Right. I can get hold, hold on, Twan, because you jump into <laughs> Twan, Twan, hold on, dog, because you jump into conclusions. I never told you he actually got that money. I just told you that she took that money out of her 401k. Oh, yeah. and we, we did and her see, we did. She had, she had bands in her room. She had bands that in her own crib. They could never trace it to him. They didn't find all. any Man, oh. paper trails for payments that he received any in any amount from her. Now this feels because I feel like I'm halfway I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm at a 30 minute mark of my ID channel job <laughs> of, of, of my dateline. Right, so gotta, but this I gotta, is thirty gotta, minutes. Look, so I gotta throw in. I gotta throw in my. I gotta throw in my 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 early my early guess is that Patty dipped and left her family. That's my early guess. Just throwing it out there. I always do this. I be like, well, you know, but I know there's a twist coming. No, it's not. I know it's coming. Out. No, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's not a twist. Ain't no twist. Ain't no twist. That's Dang the thing. It. Twi- it's not a twist. twist. This is their no evidence. Twist. All of their evidence against this boyfriend who cannot be named is that Patty said this, Patty said this, Patty said this, Patty said this. The story about the trip, Patty told her sisters. The fact that her and the dude was dating, Patty said it. The birthday card the dude got came from Patty. And let this nigga take the fall. Right. The money, the money and everything that she claimed she took out and was given to him, Patty said it. He never said any of this. They cannot find a paper trail that he has any of this money. And I don't know if you niggas have ever watched Breaking Bad or Ozark, but you have to launder money when it's just cash, dog. You can't just take $90,000 from somebody. There needs to be a paper trail. There needs to be a paper trail of what happened with that money. Now, unless he was just buying drugs on the street, then they would at least be like, he got a drug addiction or something. You would have found needles in the crib. If he was buying new equipment for the auto shop yeah, over a you year. Get, you got you got to hold, because either you got to hold that cat, if you, like you say, you put it in the bank. You got to hide like, it somewhere. Look at, like, nigga, where all this money come from. Like, if that means he's hiding $90,000 somewhere in Ohio. Ohio, dog. Like, he's hiding it in the nigga. ground somewhere. Nigga, nigga got a P.O. box. He just got to sit in there. Right, he just got to <laughs> chilling. He, he, so we, so we're assuming... the box at the house. At the, not, at the, to, at the not to mention that if you've ever pulled money from your 401k or if you've ever done refinancing on your house, the amount of paperwork involved, they don't just give you cash. They give you a fucking right. check. You have to go to the bank and cash that shit to even get it. You can't just... Like, you have to deposit the check to even get the cash. So the only paper trail is from her. Mm-hmm. There's no paper trail to him. And she did $90,000. And supposedly she told her sister that he was supposed to start paying her back conveniently two days after their trip started. So their trip started the 29th of June. He was supposed to start making payments to her on July 2nd. 
But or three days after. But if that's the case, why was she going on a trip with him that extended beyond the days of when he was supposed to be making payments to her, but he hadn't divorced his wife yet, which he needed the payments from her to buy her shares to get a divorce? This doesn't make any fucking so, sense. So, so, so Patty off in an island that can't be extradited from, Bruh. and she done set this nigga up. Bruh. I mean, she done set yeah. this nigga up for like, the fall. They even, they did like um, she you know, full chilling. <laughs> they did stuff on his house, and you know, like the cadaver dogs, like they smelled something, um, and he just laid out some concrete. So you know, you hear this, you be like, "Oh shit, here's the kicker." Nope, they go they dig up the concrete. They find nothing. Nothing. They didn't find nothing. So then they went and they did. They they checked the back of his truck because they found out that the cover for the bed of the truck he had brought two weeks earlier. He had told a friend he was using it for a fishing trip. That's why he bought it. He bought it. They used, supposedly, Patty told them they used it to hide her in the bed of the truck. They really could have just used some tarp if it was that serious. They ain't need a whole bed. And that then, like, two weeks later after he bought it, he had it removed and he put it in storage because he didn't need it anymore. Now, he originally said he needed it to go fishing. He actually did go fishing that vacation week, his wife said. So he did use it that week to go fishing. And the business that he had, they couldn't use that on the trucks because they had to stick stuff in the back of the trucks. And a cover doesn't help with that, doesn't give you the space to do it. So he removed it, put the cover in storage. So the police went and got the cover and did some testing. When they did some testing, they claimed that they found cat hairs in the back of the bed. And they found a spot of blood. A spot of blood, a smidgen yeah, of blood. Not even enough for a nosebleed. They said they found blood, and they they have not DNA tested the blood, but they did DNA test the cat hairs. Here's their reason for not DNA testing the blood. They said they wanted to wait till technology got better so that they could DNA test it. It's been no, nineteen I like they did, years. I feel like they didn't have enough, bro. It's it been nineteen not, this is years. Two thousand one. Right. But like they did it. They might not have just had it. You know, they might have did. Hey, we need technology to get better because literally this sample we have is too damn small. But Twan, it's twenty nineteen, dog. How much better is DNA testing about to get in this day and age that they can't do nothing? I'm just saying, like, but they would say if it's not a lot of blood, <clears> like, <throat> like that nigga cut his finger, <laughs> taking the top off. They like holler back twenty thirty, dog. We got you. So. <laughs> They checked the cat hairs in his truck. They found two cat hairs. They said that the cat hairs, when they tested them, do match the cats that uh, Patty had that she had put in lodging. Here's my thing Patty, about that. Patty here's, threw the cats in the back, man. Patty. <laughs> here's 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 my thing about the cats. When I've wa- I, I could swear when I watch other stuff where they've done DNA tests for animals. I think this was the Atlanta podcast, the Atlanta Strangler. Mm-hmm. The podcast I was listening to, they tried to test him for them dog fibers. Mm-hmm. They said that they might, that they could match it to that species of dog, but they couldn't prove that it was that dog specifically. Right. So when I'm listening to this explanation about the cat fur, I'm like, but I didn't think they could do a DNA test and link it to straight that cat. I thought they could be now, like, it's this the, type yeah, of cat. The, the type of cat. You also have to remember too, like, People kind of get this notion just because of, uh, what's it called? Like, with CSI and all this shit and everything like that. But, like, DNA tests ain't the 100% conclusive thing that everybody thinks it is. Could it be like, oh, you found DNA? Then he did it. And it's like, it's not always like that. You got you to gotta use that with other evidence and stuff like that. And DNA testing an animal, that shit's even worse than a human. Like, this shit is, it, it's hard. Like, like you said, you can get it down to like, oh, that's the species of cat that she has. 
You know what I mean? But unless you DNA test that cat and all stuff like that, it's it's hard. Especially from a hair follicle. I don't know. It's, so I ain't even tell said y'all. That nigga, she said that nigga up. I ain't even give y'all the relationship details yet. So here's the relationship details. This this is even better. Supposedly they've been dating a year, right? <laughs> Hattie told her sister. I want you I want you to remember all the facts I told you. Supposedly they went to Florida to Hard Rock on a vacation. Supposedly they was about to go to Toronto for a, over a week vacation. Mm-hmm. And he was going to buy her wardrobe out in a remote area with no cell phone service. <laughs> this motherfucker was going to have her in all flannel shirts. Um, what the sister said, Patty told her was they were not actually in a physical relationship. They were in an emotional relationship (laughs) and that the fit, they never actually went, they went out like two or three times over the year, Twan, over the year, Twan, two or three times. They had an emotional relationship and nobody at her job, all 4,000 people, that's 8,000 eyes unless somebody had an accident. Nobody had seen them actually outside of work canoodling or canoodling at work. But they was in a year-long relationship in Ohio. (laughs) In Ohio. (laughs) Oh, yes. I could fools, man. She right. said that she could talk to him about everything and she could be very open with him. She, Patty, Patty out there listening to this podcast. <laughs> Laughing. <Like, laughs> throwing money at strippers. Like, <laughs> she looked like she was. Like, Bro, okay, so we didn't even talk about, did we, I got to talk about the daughter. When I watched the interview and I saw that the daughter was mixed, I was like, nigga. Right. Ohio. <laughs> She got this, and you know the daughter is like getting her PhD now oh, in like wow. a biometrics or some some craziness like that. Like her daughter is really smart, and they interviewed uh, her. Her daughter trying to get a, you know, her daughter trying to get that PhD <laughs> so she can advance that DNA techniques. <laughs> so she, look, that's what she doing. But man, you listen, you listen to all of this evidence, bruh. You listen to all of this, and at the end of the, at the end of this podcast, at the end of this true crime daily interview, at the end of other interviews, the conclusion is, what did he do to Patty? And I'm like, based off what? Based oh, off I saw what? On the, um, like when I first opened it, I guess people can leave um, on the app. Oh, comments. Oh, that I, the, yeah, that that one that um, you sent me. Um. I guess you can leave like messages uh-huh and somebody automatically put down like oh i don't think he even he killed her in the plant and i was like what okay and then when i listened to the podcast and then i revisited that dumbass statement and i was like where did you get this dumbass information from like what did you listen to for you to gather and decide, like, oh, Pat, Patty didn't even make it to the truck. She got killed at the plant. But um, if she didn't make it to the truck, then why her hair's in the back of the truck, you non-listening ass nigga? How did somebody get killed at a plant with 4,000 workers working there? On like, shift. And he also carpooled home and had an alibi dude said they did go home. So here's my speculation yeah. about that, too. Let's keep it 100 here. Speculation is not only did Patty collect $90,000 of her own money in Dizip. While setting up the boy, no name boyfriend, but Mister No Name Boyfriend is also 
fucking around with his carpool. Cause you ain't sitting in line in no Burger King forty five minutes, dog. Like you got you left at twelve and y'all got home at two thirty in Ohio. <laughs> now you got some after hours dick. Okay. Day is canoodling. Mm-hmm. And that I bet you Patty knew. That's why she knew she could set them up. Patty's like, I need mm. this nigga set up. I, I can I, set this my, nigga my up. My first thing though that that made me look at it differently was the money. Cause he got to have some motive for, like, what's the motive for killing her? They and then when said, you say, the "Oh, motive? she's giving all this, she's giving all this money," but then you have no record of him having the money. They said that like, them, they, they, the police no, no debt. He ain't paid off now. unless unless he the only motherfucker, like he he that real motherfucker that that you know that does something and is laying low for years, <laughs> like on that money, bro. Like, if if you don't, first of all, that's just that's just not how it works. People who have a record of committing crimes, like you don't all of us, you don't commit your first crime perfectly. That's just not that's how it works. Saying. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like we see so many times where like where people do something and you, you're going to see some change. You're going to see like, if they got a lot of money, they're going to pay off something. They're going to pay off, even if they're like, oh, we're going to pay off. He went from not being able to pay off his loans or his bills to now he was paying his bills. He went from being late to not be, to being on time all the time. Like you have some record to be like, there was a change in cash flow. Your bank knows when your ass got like a new job. Cause they can see a change in your cash. They can see a change in your habits that you've been doing. Cause your habits, you've been doing them for years. Also, they see a change in your banking. That's how they find fraud a lot. When they have how a, they do you see put a, money in the in bank? Habits. How do you put money in cash anywhere? You can't. That's why every show about crime now and gangsters and mob shit is about laundering it. You can't. And I learned this when I would, when I first got my bank account, you can't put over like 5,000 or $10,000 into a bank without a money trail. They're going to start. They're going to look at that shit. Like, where did oh, you get no, this from? It's a whole, no, it's a whole different thing. Cause you know, my, my girl work at a bank. If you put in over 10,000, then it goes to a whole different level. Like things have to, different things have to be done. And a lot of times people are trying not to, to get over that by putting under, but then they'll look at a lot of fraud people because they'll be putting like close to 10,000 in, but not fully 10,000. Right. Like people put 9,000 in regularly and stuff like that. And then that even sends up a red flag. But they put but his like bank most, records. Most times they'll change. They, if they just see a change in your habit, they just like, she's like, we don't even, we don't even do that much. If we look at your history and we see, oh, this is what you've been doing. And then something automatically changed. Then we we is it's we might not do nothing, but it's on our radar. What kills me was on this podcast, the host said that the police think it's foul play and that Patty is has probably been murdered because they don't believe she would leave her daughter. And I'm like, did they know her fucking personally? <laughs> what do you mean they don't believe she would? Did, they never met her. Hey, they need to go to CPS. Missing. People leave their kids all the time. Bruh. I mean, they check out. Look, look, I mean, if look, yeah, people leave their kids that don't even leave the same city. Like, right. Down the street. If she's that, because she sounds, she sounds pressed. If she's that pressed over this one man to have a quote-unquote emotional relationship and just quote-unquote waiting in the wings till if and when he gets a divorce and calling she's calling him her boyfriend he ain't doing the same at all like this just sounds like a very very made up relationship 
in her mind, period. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't she why would it why would it be far fetched for her to leave her child? That was my first conclusion that she was stalking him. Mm-hmm. Right. And they and or or she had an infatuation with him and all of this shit was in her head. But the more I started listening about the money and shit, I'm like, yo, she she set this nigga up over a year and then she dipped. She needed a year to collect the money and then she dipped. And like the whole her she wouldn't have left her daughter. I'm like, you don't know her. And it was like out of all the people, look who she left her with. Her sister. sister. So she knew her daughter straight. Like she knew her family was gonna I'm take gonna care leave, of their kids. Not I'm gonna leave with my ex the full week. Like I'm gonna leave here with the sister. Also, like, is she missing this? What what is just investigate the police? Like you investigate a lot of stuff just not that we think is actually true because we wanna rule it out. Like if I investigate and we find nothing, and then I can then we really can say that. But like the fact that you sit there like, oh, we're not gonna investigate it because we don't think that she would do that. It's like no, like you look at all that stuff. You literally say she took out all this money. You saw money bands in her house. You know what I mean? Like you said, you don't cash out your four hundred one k and they give you money. You know what I mean? Like you don't go to the bank and they give you money because they just don't even keep that much money in the bank. Like they write checks, <laughs> like they do all this stuff. Yeah. If I was gonna go to, the, if I if I had a legitimate right now, and I wanted to cash out ninety G's, right? I would have to call the bank and before do some things, talk to them, get it straight, so they had that much cash in hand. And there's gonna be a lot of paperwork I got to sign. Which she probably did. My thing is, if let's 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 say that let's let's take it from the angle because they didn't do this so let's take it from the opposite angle of how we all feeling let's say that he actually did kill her and he took ninety thousand dollars from her and you're like man he took the money and he kept the ninety thousand dollars hidden somewhere and the police never found it because ohio got a whole lot of land where you could bury some shit and he's been spending it for the last 19 years on gas and groceries and little shit that you can use ninety thousand dollars for to buy over a long period of time that's a possibility Absolutely a possibility that he was just spending $400 on groceries a month or $800 on groceries a month. They've been eating the Dan and yoga, the best Greek yoga in the store since Patty died. Let's say that's true. Here's my problem with that. If Patty was giving them, why would Patty, and, and all her sisters say she's an intelligent person, even though these facts don't lead to that conclusion, why would Patty give him $90,000 for an emotional relationship. Why would she do this much work? If she, and they kept saying she's a good mother, hard worker. If she was a good mother and a hard worker and she wasn't on drugs, then why would she give him $90,000 over a year's period of time for an emotional relationship where they only been together physically on a date, maybe two or three times. And when Allegedly. did they go to hard when did they go to Hard Rock in Florida? If they've only been on a date two or three times. And that even is allegedly. Cause you will remember that trip, right? When she have had to leave McHaley mm-hmm. with one of y'all to take a trip from Ohio to Florida. Right. And even the wife would have mentioned, like, oh well, this is one time he left to go to Florida, or even like he was gone for a couple days. Now I can take yeah, it from you another can, angle. You can check. You can check to see if he had trips. Like he's going to be missing from work. He's going to be like his wife is going to be like, I ain't seen them for this week. We can't. 
He took a trip. Bro, like, did they drive? Right. They, they would have to get a hotel. You can, ver- like, you can just... verify trips real quick. Yeah. You already, especially if, they, if the person's already told you what the day. And they're not out of all places. Fucking Orlando. How hard is that? Like, and they're also saying that they know she's missing. They know she, quote unquote, is missing because she hasn't used her credit card. Why would you need to use your credit card if you got 90000 in cash on you? You could easily buy a used car with cash that nobody knows about that you stash at your job in the parking lot. It's 4,000 employees. It's midnight. You take your car. You got your cash in the car and you go to just service stations without cameras or shit, or you just stay clear of that pay leave. But why would they even be checking the service stations? Right? Because they don't even know where she went. So they wouldn't know where to check. What to look? Yeah. They just can't start pulling video say, footage from yeah. everywhere. It's two thousand and one. Exactly. I mean, you could check some places. I mean, I like most of the time, Mister Junk. You check like they check. You check airlines. Mm-hmm. You check. Just check Trains. all these. You yeah. Just, yeah. You just check all these places again to rule stuff out. Like it's not anything like this is what we think. We're ruling everything out because if we say this didn't happen, this didn't happen, this didn't happen, we're gonna get closer to the truth. You know what I mean? But it seems like they didn't, they all, like they looked at it and said it's automatic murder, and that's the only thing we're looking at. It's, Instead it's, of just looking at, let's, let's just work the case and figure out what all this shit is. It's hard for me to say, like, I could sit here and be like, I'm not saying he didn't kill her, but I don't understand why I wouldn't be saying that. There's no evidence that shows he did kill her. If he killed her, he's a fucking beast because he didn't leave any blood. He didn't have any like he made sure that that she uh, that she went along with this dumbass kidnapper plan. He stole ninety thousand dollars from her and completely put it hid it somewhere that nobody knows about. Either that or the wife is in on it. Mm-hmm. And you, if you want to speculate on that, go ahead. But there's no evidence. See, people have a, this. This is the problem I have with all these true crime podcasts. They don't actually think about the shit they reading or think about the evidence they looking at. At no point was there any evidence that showed y'all he did this. Y'all don't even know the dude's name. You know why you don't know his name? Because the police do not have enough evidence. They've never charged him. Never. Because they can't. Because there's no, there's no evidence. For, your, for her sister to just call y'all up. Like, look, at, look, at the, look at the real implications here. A white woman could literally just call up the police on some random dude and be like, this dude killed somebody if that person goes missing. And automatically, these people believing that that person did it. And there's no evidence to show that he did. But supposedly the police and the news and everybody speculates that because this woman is missing, he must have killed her. It had to have been him. It couldn't have possibly been anybody else. She couldn't have possibly been lying to her family and have been fucking a whole different dude. Maybe she gave him the $90,000 and he killed her ass. And y'all been looking at the wrong person this whole time. And there's no other evidence about him ever committing crimes. Like maybe he does have a criminal background and we just don't know about it because they can't release none of his information. That is the, also the one, a possibility. Yeah, the one thing I don't like about true crime podcasts, like I love true, true crime TV shows, is that sometimes I like hearing the stories. I just like you to report the stories. Because when you report the stories, that's just enough. Because usually the details are crazy. The details especially, are interesting. Yeah, especially, especially if you know if you know the whole story, like you know it from start the, the, the you know the end. Then you can you can tell the whole thing. You got you know you got the you got everybody there who was part of it. And if you don't know his mission, you can still tell what they got and be like, it's going back and forth, back and forth. 
but a lot of times is with some of the podcasts that they will sit there and start, oh, this is what I think, and then either they leave all they leave full parts of information out, or just like or just won't cover it because that information doesn't seem to fit what I what I think could happen, and that nigga's a murderer. That happens all the time, and, and I, I don't have any of y'all watched Jordan Peele's new CBS Twilight Zone show. Not yet. Yeah. Who's, did somebody say yep, or y'all y'all said no? I said not yet. Yeah, I said no. Okay, so there's an episode with uh, Adam Scott that is basically their new version of the gargoyle on the wing of the plane, and I don't know, DJ, if you're aware of that, or if y'all are aware of that episode. It's like a classic Twilight episode that gets re- right. has been referenced. Like William Shatner in it. Yeah. So in in this in it's in this in this ep- it's a Twilight episode from years ago. It's, it's one of the more popular ones. In this episode. There's a guy who's basically freaking out because he claims he sees a gargoyle on the wing of the plane as he's taking a flight, and he's worried about the plane crashing. Yeah. Oh, wasn't that in a book? I don't know if it's in a book, but it's a Twilight Zone episode. It's been it was a Twilight Zone episode from the sixties because William Shatner was in it, and then but it's been it's been done a lot. I mean, The Simpsons done it. Yeah, it's been recreated over and over. It's been done a lot. Like he looks out on the wing, he sees like. This, no, this like I, I want to say I read it in a book. Like so, so they so Twilight Zone did their this one with Jordan Peele did their own rendition of it, and in this rendition, I feel like I don't know if Jordan Peele meant to do this because he listens to true crime podcasts. I would believe he probably does because he seems like a person that has like diverse entertainment mediums or outlets. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole episode was meta on on how dangerous bad true crime podcast can be because mm. in this episode and this was just me picking up on it as a person who listens to true crime podcast and will dip out on a bad one in a hot second if you listen to crime junkie and then listen to crime town you'll see the difference between a good true crime podcast and just a complete speculative crime like crime podcast which doesn't dish out the details as Swan said well enough for you to get I feel like a full picture of what's there completed as completed as possible but in this episode I won't tell you the end I'll just tell you the basics of it in this episode Adam Scott is a reporter and he gets on a plane and when he gets on the plane he checks it he gets uh, he he switches seat with suites with he switches seats with a family from first class to coach and he ends up in this coach seat because they tell him what seat to go sit at the the flight he's on is 10 15 he checks his watch or something and it's like 10 15 when they're taking off when he sits in his seat, he finds that there is a player, like a, like an MP3 player in the back of the seat. And it's it looks kind of old. It looks like one of the first MP3 players, right? He he pulls it up and he notices that it's a true crimes podcast talking about the crash of flight 1015, the flight he's on. So he starts to listen to it. And I think it's the voice of the guy who did the Wonder Years, who was also in Home Alone 2. I think he's the narrator of this podcast. And he's basically giving the true crime details about what what could have happened on flight 1015 to have made it crash. So Adam Scott is listening to a podcast about the flight he's on that supposedly is going to crash in like 30 minutes. And it and, and 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 from the details of the podcast, he does things on the plane that makes him look crazy. 
And I thought that the whole episode was a meta on bad podcast, true crime podcast, because there, it's, it's all speculation in this podcast. You've heard it before. They're like, there was also this person on the podcast. Maybe they did it. And because the podcast says this, Adam Scott goes looking for that person and harasses them, which makes him look crazy. And it constantly, ha- like he constantly listens to these speculations in this show with very lacking detail and uses that to try to, to prevent this event. So I felt like it was meta on bad podcasts. I was like bad true crime podcasts. And I don't know if that was my opinion. Now y'all might watch it and feel like, feel like it wasn't. I just felt like it was when I was watching. I was like, yo, like this is legit. If somebody found a podcast about an event that they felt like taking the details from this, it's crazy how this, like you can't use this information this way. But he's but it's like, using it's it. It's just it, the influence of it. Like, yeah. I think that, that cause like, when you see things like this happen and you, and you hear it, and even, and we tend as people to look at stuff as it's coming, no matter who's saying it, that it's coming, if we're listening to it, in a, especially in some type of like media thing, we see it as it's coming from a, from a figure of authority and a figure who knows. So then when they tell us a story, we take that as that's the entire story. We've been told the whole thing. And then we start jumping to conclusions and we run with that. I mean, you saw when they did what Netflix did making of a murderer. Mm-hmm. You saw it with the, uh, the Adnan thing you saw mm-hmm. with all this, with all these stuff. And then you, you remember you see, uh, like, like lawyers stuff coming out, like, uh, they ain't tell y'all all this part. <laughs> right. Like, right. No, 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 man. I know, I know why you would say that because you lied. So like that influence is so great of hearing it. And you'd be like, yo, that's it. And if you find one or two little things that support it, then you're like, oh shit, this is where this is how conspiracy theories work. <laughs> Cause like people just get into it. And then once you're in that belief, nobody can, nobody can take you out. And then you start to seem crazy. And then you, you know, start to um, see things that aren't there. Or you start to jump to, you start to put things together that you really would never put together that way without the influence of that thing saying, oh, this is what's going to happen. Hey, Tuan, did you listen to the Reply All episode yet about the Facebook is listening to you through your microphone shit? Uh, I oh, I, I got to listen to that I think one. I did part of that one. Okay, so did you get I, to I the voice know. calls? where the, the, So essentially in this episode... They talk to a Facebook person and there's all these details about why Facebook is not using your microphone, right? But towards the end, they said the two hosts set up a challenge. He's like, the one of the hosts is like, I guarantee you cannot get anybody who believes that Facebook is using your microphone to record their conversation to them, feed them ads. I guarantee you, you can't to, to basically ad track them. I guarantee you can't get a person who believes that to not believe that using the explanation that Facebook gave you about how they track people. Or how what we figured out so far in this episode about how they do it and why they're so why their algorithm is so complex and so good at it. And the dude was like, I bet the host was like, I bet you I can. So it's that it's kind it kind of plays on everything that you just said, Antoine. He starts talking to people who call up and lead and they're basically live chatting with people who believe that Facebook is using the microphone to listen to them, and he, they give them <clears throat> they give him their reasons why, and then he tries to explain to them using their reasons, their situation. Why, instead of it being their microphone, it could actually be this part of the algorithm. All theory, right? He doesn't, he's not able to convince anybody that it's not their microphone. Because the explanation, while it may have some logical base to it, those people already believe and they want to believe that Facebook is this, you know, like, 
evil, evil internet giant, corporate internet giant that is just trying to Skynet control our lives and is using our devices to do it. And we've left them. There's an effect. I can't think of, I cannot remember what the effect is because it's been studied. And it, it's basically like, you know, when you, if, if somebody has a conviction about something and you come at them at their conviction with facts, it's going to make them stronger in their conviction mm-hmm. because they start to, basically it goes down to you start to feel attacked. You feel attacked and, or, you, you know, you feel like somebody either is, is you're trying to make you look stupid or something like that. So you ignore all of that stuff and you fight back. Hence why when people are on two sides of argument, they just keep arguing. And the only way to beat that is to have some type of understanding, like to look at people and be like, you know, I understand where you're coming from. I can see how you would see that and everything like that. Cause that's how, cause you, you can get people to put that wall down, but that's what people argue about stuff all the time. That's why you can look at somebody and they'd be like, well, the earth is flat and you can give them all the science in the world. And they'd be like, but no, nah, man, still flat. <laughs> you'd be wanting to kill yourself. Cause you'd be like, Oh my God. Cause like people naturally, once they believe something, it's we don't, stuck. we don't like being shook out of our beliefs. It shakes everything. And if your belief is wrong, then all those feelings that come with it are being, uh, are feeling like you're stupid, feeling like you've been taken advantage of, feeling like, oh my God, how long I've been going with this. It's easier to, I don't want to go through that. It's easier to live in a delusion. And you're going to fight back because it's like you are saying that I'm like, no, no, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I know this. I've done enough research. I'm not wrong with this. So that's why it's hard to convince people to, to change anybody's mind on stuff. Is the term, um, is the term motivated reasoning? Who's a, who's a high, Is it motivated reasoning? Motivated reasoning? That what you said? I'm guessing that's not it. Cause you I don't know, man. Saying. Look, I'm at, I Google motivated reasoning. It's I not cognitive dissonance, saying. right? <laughs> nah, not cognitive dissonance. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, y'all can keep talking. I'm losing research. Right. I'm gonna find it. But it, it, okay. it, it's just, <laughs> it, it, I listen to these episodes and every, I don't expect everybody to have a thorough true crimes podcast, especially when that, that is the wave now. And everybody feels like because they go to Reddit boards and they go to YouTube and they, they read other forums on true crime stuff and they're addicted to it. And they've listened to 7 million podcasts about a popular story that they can also do a true crime podcast about it. Mm-hmm. That's fine to every, to each their own. But I just found it interesting. I find it annoying, not interesting. I find it annoying to enter into a true crime podcast with the belief before going through the evidence that somebody already did something or already that somebody already did not do something. Also, I have a pet peeve of people playing devil's advocate just for the fucking sake of it, using evidence that isn't presented. They're like, just to play devil's advocate, even though we have all this evidence that kind of just proves the circumstantial evidence that basically proves this didn't happen. I'm going to play devil's advocate and argue from the point that it did happen using actually absolutely no base whatsoever, because we need to be an open-minded unbiased podcast being open-minded and unbiased. Like playing devil's advocate does not make you open-minded and unbiased. Right. We're talking about true crime shit. We're looking at the facts that are available and we need to pick shit apart based off that. Once you start like glory shooting shit for shit, I don't what like what is what is the point at that? What what is the point then? Cause you're you're trying if I feel like a lot of people do true crime shows and they're trying to make their own they're trying to make that story 
they're trying to make their own story become part of that story. Especially the ones where people are like, I'm going to solve this. I'm going to try to solve this murder using my true crime podcast. Right. Bruh. How egotistical There's are you? There's a lot you? of those. Yeah, it is. How fu- but- now, there are some that are, there's one that's good. I can't remember what it's called, but it's fine. Like he does it, but I, he, the amount of detail in the interviews he does is so good that it, it, it kind of overshadows the fact that his, he's so fucking ego driven thinking that he can solve 30 year old murder cases that cops couldn't solve. It's like, bro. I, I remember the first one was, you know, with the whole uh, serial add-on thing. And it was this, this guy that he did a podcast and he was, I guess, got privy to information, quote unquote. And, you know, but his voice was annoying. And it was like, the podcast was corny because like he would, you know, of course they have to draw it out X amount of episodes. So you can listen to the final episode where I reveal, you know, what happened to Heyman Lee that night. And he never did. But then he claims he has the, um, he claims he has all this information that he knows who killed Heyman Lee, but of course never says anything. And then he gets renewed to do the the same thing y'all keep talking about, which is, you know, all these uh, open cases that have not been solved by the police he's going to get a stab at it because, you know, of course, he's that smart. He's going to figure it out. And I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah, it's just corny, man, to do it that way. Like, if you're, if because you, I, I had thought about it one time. I was like, I never can find one where they do black true crimes. Like, you, you see that on TV, but, I mean, stuff that, re- like, really true crimes against black people. Not just people missing, but just arrest crimes, all of that stuff. Focus on black community brown community type true crime stories it's always about some white girl going missing or some white dudes hiking that they want to do true crime stories about and i'm like but black people have way more crimes committed against them and i feel like like that go unsolved unreported on everything Mm -hmm. and you could like digging through those facts and bringing those stories to light and giving those people a voice who disappeared and nobody's looking for them at all because you know they they filed the paperwork and the day after everybody was done because they was black I feel like those stories would be more interesting. I'm not a reporter and I don't have the amount of time to go dig through that and do that. I thought, I just thought it would be a good idea, but I didn't start it because that's not really one of my interests. I don't dig through Reddit forms. I don't dig through crime forms like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just steal cases from the ID channel. I'm not going to just talk about the Adnan case and then the next popular case and the Atlanta Strangler case, because now it's going to become a movie or a TV show. I'm not going to do that. That shit is played and it's way too many podcasts to already do that. They're all talking about the same fucking cases when there are all these other cases out there because they're not journalists. They don't know. They don't go actually do any real research. They YouTube click all day from behind the screen. So it makes for these lackluster ass true crime shows or it makes for these true crime shows where it's really all people's own speculation about some shit that they didn't even thoroughly present the information that they have for. I just, I don't fully get the interest. I get that people, but honestly, I do get the interest. People just want to listen to true crime shit. They just want to listen to bad stuff happening to people and trying to figure out from that, maybe what happened or throwing out their own, their own speculation. The Adnan case is one of the biggest, just splitting of sides. It was, it was, it was so stupid. The conversations that people would have, like you could see people. You could see that people had not listened 
to a podcast episode about that case literally after they claimed they had just listened to it. Cause I'm like, that's not what she said. That's not what he said. That's not what they said. What are you talking about? That's not what, no, no, no. I heard it. No, you didn't. Cause you was playing with your balls or you was driving or you was doing work while listening to it. You heard a little bit and like you, you have developed, he, he absolutely did it from the phone calls. I guarantee you, if you go back and listen to that serial podcast, the amount of time that Adnan actually speaks probably doesn't even amount to 20 minutes of the whole series. I guarantee it doesn't amount to probably 20 minutes. How do people, people really enjoy, people enjoy mystery. Mm -hmm. And people also enjoy trying to be the one that figures it out. They don't want to figure it out when nobody else could, you know what I mean? Like, so like I I can see how all clever. Yeah, I can see how all that works out. Now, I don't know how it was just this one podcast because, like, again, I remember when all, you know, when they were talking about true crime stuff, you know, becoming a thing and everybody the old true crime podcast. I'm like, bro, there's been so many true crime TV shows that come on. 2020 does true crime all the damn time. I mean, like, like every week. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So I, it was kind of surprising. Mysteries like, is a thing, It's dog. been, like, re- rediscovered. <laughs> A type of thing like people have been, you know, reporting about mysteries and stuff like that. But I still don't know how serial blew up that big because it became huge. I, I, I think it was the optics episode, of the story. It being huge. I think it was the optics of the story. Teenage romance yeah. fall apart. Teenage lover kills girl and is serving 15 years for it. And they don't. But people don't believe he did it. And he was Muslim and she was Asian. Like, I feel like all of that played into painting this bigger picture yeah. that people were interested in so and then you got to look at what podcast was pushing it npr was pushing it pri yeah, was, I was pushing it. the setup of the podcast too how they did the episodes oh yeah the production was great even though the facts yeah. were all over the fucking place and didn't make yeah. any goddamn sense oh yeah the production was didn't know great. that then <laughs> no we you didn't. know we turned into a podcast it, for people that don't even listen to know, podcasts um, yeah robbie true. had to do a podcast that was like no niggas let me tell y'all the real deal of what happened, and, and then you'd be like, "God damn!" All but people this didn't want to listen out. to that. Like, it wasn't it, it wasn't produced well enough. It did it didn't have the music and the audio clips mm-hmm. and kind of sinister vibe. And oh, we lost a person. It didn't have any of the theatrics it that gave they you like needed. A soap opera, right? That, they, that's they the serial was gave it like a soap opera feel. So when people listen to these other ones, they're like, "Man, it doesn't feel like serial." You know why? Because they haven't put the theatrics into into these that they put in serial. And the cases are different. It's not a case about two people that you claim that you kind of connect to. Oh, I look at these pictures of Adnan and he looks like a chill kid. He doesn't look like a crazy kid, but I look at pictures of Heyman Lee and she looks so beautiful and looks so pretty and she looks so innocent. Like that stuff draws you in. When they did that one about the the, the army dude that left his camp or whatever. Oh, yeah. Nobody care about that shit at all. They didn't care about this guy. There was no real, there was no, we did not connect to this person, but everybody can connect to a high school romance going awry. Everybody can connect to that. And then everybody knew that guy's story too, so it wasn't like anything groundbreaking, you know, but yeah, this, the the serial one was, it was just so so different and again, like they literally treated it like a miniseries. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it just, it really did. It just drew you in. Yeah. People, people love stories. Like you ain't got to have the facts. If you just tell them a good story, you can get people to believe stuff. Cause oh, they get emotionally yeah. tied to it. You know, 
But like that's why they don't like other true crime stuff. Cause like you watch them like Dateline, they ain't telling you a story, they're telling you facts. <laughs> and that bores people yeah. out. As soon but as you throw into so goddamn interesting though, man. Like I think they the interesting. So crazy. I want the facts. Like I just want the I want the details of the case because I like to try to figure out the shit by myself. I don't want to walk into a podcast and like I have to listen to you at the end of every episode go, I don't know if I'm convinced yet that Adnan didn't do it. And I'm like, what? What the? Can you just give me the facts? <laughs> like, yeah, because the then like, why are you trying to convince yourself? Why aren't you just trying to just tell this story? Because again, crime stories are interesting because some of the, when you look at it, some of the stuff that happens, you be like, yo, if somebody wrote this in a movie, I wouldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many times where I see stuff and I'd be like, I would, if I didn't see it, the lawyer sitting here literally telling me this is what happened. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, would I never believe it. I'd be, like, be like, no, this is, no, this is, there's no way in the world that this happened. And they'd be like, nope, it did. And that's why I, I, I like Heidi Channel because it's a mix of a little bit of drama, but it's <laughs> all facts. Drama. Like, <laughs> ratchet ass drama. But, like, that's <laughs> why, that's why Abducted in Plain White was such a good documentary because even though they wanted to paint the parents like they were innocent, nobody was listening to the facts presented in that documentary and going, these parents are innocent of this situation. Everybody was like, nah, they completely contributed to the shit that happened to this daughter because they were trying to cover their own asses. Even mm-hmm. with the daughter going, I don't blame them. They're victims too. We all was looking at her like, hmm, boo, no, <laughs> no, yeah. they are not you innocent. Young. Yeah. Like it was like, Nobody didn't. They was like, "Oh, you forty some years old, still trying to protect your parents, and you know what? You know they they are partly responsible for the tragedy and the shit that you went through. They contributed to hiding that shit and putting you back in harm's way. Like she's like, mom is still lusting over this man. Right, right. You can hear it when she talks about man. Listen, look. But that's what Thoroughly I want. Lusting. I want the, like when you. I, I tell you this. I I made a post about how stupid this podcast makes Kwame Kilpatrick look with the crime town town one. And I think like LaShonda had asked and and, uh, LaShonda from MTR had asked me, is that, is it like a biased way that they're doing? And I knew somebody was going to ask me this. They're like, is it because, is it kind of like a biased way they're doing it? Or is it something else? And like, there's a whole comment, you can go read it. But basically that's, that's what I felt like she was asking me. And I understand that. Like we ask each other all the time, is this podcast biasly painting this picture and no it's Kwame you you listen to the yeah, podcast like, Kwame is full nigga. it's fucking like, Kwame understand you listen it's uh, it is not just Kwame forever it's, it's not just Kwame it's the woman he was cheating with that he lied on the stand with it's his father <laughs> who sound like a, a he, that nigga sound like a nigga like when they talk to his daddy he sound like a full-fledged hustling ass from back in the day nigga and when you listen to them talk about the stuff that they claim they did or didn't do, and the father don't even be saying he didn't do it. He'd be like, I did do it. I don't see what the problem is. Like, that's just how, that's how I hustle. And it's like, no, nigga, you can't take money from people if your son is the mayor for contracts. You can't do that. And he's like, he's like, I took a, you know, I take $1,500 here, but you know, that was like a gift. We sitting down and dinner, you know, he'd be like, man, here you go, man, 1500 you know, cause maybe, maybe we did something for somebody and somebody helped somebody out. So you paying somebody back, they ain't no bribe. And I'm like, nigga, that's a fucking <laughs> the definition of a fucking bribe. And Kwame, and then Kwame be like, ain't nobody take no money from them. Like I never take money from people. 
but I was aware that people was taking money that was connected to me from people, but it wasn't me doing it. Bruh. That's like saying I'm aware niggas in my gang was making hits on people, but me as the leader wasn't actually making the hits myself. So I don't understand why y'all put me in jail. What? <laughs> Your dad was taking bribe money off contracts that you was the mayor to see and you controlled those contracts, dog. Exactly. The, you, you're on, not man. this stupid, but Kwame talks to interviewers in this podcast like he's that stupid. And he and every time they ask him to be clear, he gets defensive or he'll be like, I can't talk about it because we currently fight in the case. But he can talk about everything else. And even with that, he paints a picture for it. And he wasn't them old, old school preachy ass nigga niggas too. He get up there and get long winded and start talking about righteousness and a whole bunch of other shit. And that's when you know he flooding the waters with bullshit because he don't want you to find the truth. So he just talking circles. He does it on the podcast. You know, they, they, I felt like they presented a fair shake for not just the city, for the criminals, but also for the police and shit. They were like, hey, this police officer was doing this. This person was involved in this. This guy was racist, admittedly racist. We interviewed him in the interview. He admits he's racist. So that like, to me, that was a good true crime podcast. Mm-hmm. This podcast was kind of just like, it was kind of fluff and speculation. You can do that. It just don't entertain me. And then when I go back and actually start reading more, paying attention to the details of this story, and I'm in the car like side eye, you man, side eye in the podcast is some real shit. Cause I'd be like, nigga, did, what? Did you just say that? Did that sound like it made sense? She gave him ninety thousand dollars, but ain't no paper trail. He must have killed her and took the money. For real. That I just don't sound like to you, she skipped town. I mean, she, no, no, she pieced the fuck out. Like, <laughs> she pieced out, like, my daughter's in good hands. This, this shit ain't working for me, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Goodbye. I'm off this completely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I always found the, I always found the Adnan shit interesting because we as people of color know that there are people serving time for crimes they did not commit of color. And for them to be like the Baltimore police, they Adnan must have did something. And I'm thinking, nigga, this the Baltimore police. I mean, right, right. <laughs> what? Like, even I, wa- I did watch the HBO special, mm-hmm. and um, even then, like, they kind of, you know, because they have two private investigators like going through, combing through, you know, like the evidence that they could get. And um, just just even the stuff like when they're interviewing like the Baltimore police, just them sideways talking about how, you know, literally there was racial profiling all the time with them and just things that they were they were not doing correctly, not even with just the Adnan case, but in general with their department and them talking sideways about it. And you just like, this is what they do. Name like, me a cop show. That does not have dirty cops in it. America right. is completely aware of their cop problem. There is not one. I can't, Brooklyn Nine Nine might be the only cop show that doesn't have dirty cops in it, setting people up, and that's because it's a spoof. No, comedy. I think you're right. No, they no, they broke that. They brought down the dirty cop. One of the cops. <sighs> they sure that, did. Uh, wow, Hulk, uh, Lieutenant or something. 
No, no, Jake and Rosa like this one cop. The whole just didn't like him. Jake and Rosa really liked this one cop, wanted to be on her forest, found out that she was in there like laundering drugs and shit. No, there was another one too. Holt looked up to a dude who was corrupt. I remember that one. Yeah, so yeah. There you go, Brandon. Nah, wow. even a spoof. Even in even a spoof. spoof. <laughs> America's like, y'all know we got a dirty cop problem though, right? It's always there. And just, you know, uh, you know, and I mean, this is with all pretty much all the the podcasts with, with Adnan, just the lack of, you know, due diligence of like with the evidence, just how they would just dis, you know, disregard things. They already had a pretty much it was the same thing. They already had a storyline. They know, you know, the end result, they wanted Adnan to be the suspect and to be the one who was charged with the murder. So they worked the case that way versus actually looking for actual evidence to figure out who really did it. Like the, you know, um, just them disregarding uh, Don and the mom and all that foolishness, right? You know, then in itself. Um, It was, I mean, it was pretty much a lot of stuff we already knew. And then there was some other stuff like, um, you know, they kept talking about Hayes' car being parked in that remote area. And they, the private investigators, went to um, one of the neighbors um, that lives in that little neighborhood. And I think her house pretty much was, like, across the street. And the lady's been there, she said, for, like, forever. And she says, yeah, people park the cars there, but it's never no more than a couple of days. So, you know, for them to say that the car was parked there that long was absolutely not true. But um, even remember, remember Deja the way that like Sarah K. Nigg and them talked about, kind of just glossed over the first case as if mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal. But then if you went back and listened to any other podcast that actually dug into that first case, that the prosecutors lost that case due to lack of fucking evidence, yeah, complete lack of evidence. And then mm-hmm. when they did the second case, that gave them time to go back and trump up all of the evidence they had and focus on specific parts of the evidence and push that Mm -hmm. because that was all they had. They couldn't use use the full amount of evidence that they had because it was all circumstantial and speculative, but they had certain parts that they could focus on Mm -hmm. in the second case. And that was basically what they used to try to drive home. He must've did it, but none of it, and then they li- they also lied about some of that evidence too. Like they changed it around to make it sound better, which like and the it was AT&T a lie. Phone records, mm-hmm. like the man, how he was like, oh, they didn't tell me it was this because he was like, I wouldn't even have testified. Exactly. Like he went back and he apologized to like Adnan and Adnan's family because he felt, you know, at guilt that he was part of the reason why Adnan's in jail. And he was like, they didn't tell me any of this at all. Like, you know, and I believe them because they just, all them just crooked. Yep. It was just all crooked, you know, leaving certain things out and just, just being, and even like the whole thing with, hey, like the body. So they actually show some of the, like the actual crime scenes at the HBO special. Um, and, you know, especially, you know, with that guy, Mr. S, how far back they were from the road. For him mm-hmm. to be talking about, he just ran. Oh, I had to take a pee. Like I had to pee. Like you walked all the way, and I mean, they walked far all the way back from the road to the fucking piss, and you know, behind this log, and um, just you know, the whole thing which they did talk about in the um, with Robbie's podcast, just the lividity. They brought a, a you know a, a medical expert with autopsies talking about 
you know, her skin slippage, just all the stuff that did not make any sense as the, you know, basically what they're trying to say, like, oh, this is when the girl was buried in Lincoln Park, wasn't true. Just all the stuff. And I know that he was, they were even talking about, they were trying to get more DNA because they said there was a lot of um, items that were found at the crime scene that was not tested for DNA or properly tested for DNA. And they were trying to get that done, but um, I think that was one of their pretty much roadblocks. We all know why. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you don't want to look bad, but yeah, man. Um, all right, so because we could we could do a whole episode just going through all of this stuff. We clearly literally just did it here. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um, before we get into this last topic, uh, some quick things. First off, if you would like to share your opinions about anything we talked about in this episode, or like make a contribution verbally or written to anything here you want to add on you like dog i had this idea bruh did you notice this did you notice this i want to leave a voicemail and talk about it if you want to do that you can call and leave us a voicemail at 443-832-3494 i think you got like three minutes don't be scared by ashley's voice when she picks up because it's not really her picking up and just go ahead leave your message if you don't want to leave a voicemail Go ahead and send us an email to podcast at where's my 40 acres.com and we'll read that stuff on the show. We'll play your voicemails on the show. And if you haven't yet, please go ahead and leave a five star iTunes review. And if you're using any other podcast app, if you're on Spotify, please uh, add us or subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on Castbox, subscribe on Stitcher Radio, leave comments there, iTunes, leave a comment, subscribe there. Wherever you're listening to us right now, please subscribe. And uh, there's a lot of movies in theaters this weekend. John Wick 3 is still in theaters. Endgame is still in theaters. Detective Pikachu is in theaters. Booksmart is fucking hilarious. It is in theaters. Yo, ignore them stupid-ass Twitter conversations. Like, that's a whole black oh. Twitter debates about Booksmart. It's fucking funny. It's got no, nothing Booksmart to do... Booksmart is probably, probably the second-best movie I watched this year. It's really good, guys. Oh, like, all that thing about white women are upset. Yeah, Booksmart listen, flop. that's... Everybody tries to make this thing like an attack on somebody else, right? White women attacking black women, black women like we don't have to go see that shit. I get it. It's a it's a valid debate that you can have, but it shouldn't stop y'all from going out and enjoying an actually well done, funny ass fucking movie. And and it it kill like because you know like teen movies, and you kind of know you kind of think you know what it is, but it turns all of that on its head. Right. It's very smart. It's a it's the, a the, it's a very the, smart the, movie. The people that you think are supposed to be bad are pretty good <laughs> no the, the it, I, we say this on our review the villain in this film is actually the main character it's like if you took the movie yeah. with reese witherspoon election day from the perspective of a of reese witherspoon if the whole film was from her yeah. perspective because in election day she's the villain in this movie the the villain is one of the main characters typically in any other high school film in any john hughes film that person would have been a villain that pops in and is a mean person that people don't like this film takes it from that perspective of her and they kind of like, yo, y'all wanted to be book smart nerds. And now look at you, you're not cool. And this is what it feels like. So that yeah, was, I it thought was, it was really, it was smart. lovely. Thing, like, like every, like they, the two main characters were the one main character had a lot of assumptions about the other people. And she never looked deeper than that. Yep. So you got those movies and then you got the new ones that are dropping this weekend godzilla is dropping i have not seen it i have not heard great things about it uh y'all have fun with that rocket man i just came back from tonight that's the elton john story that shit is good 
that. I keep hearing good things about that. Really? First of all, dude from Kingsman who is playing Elton John is actually singing in the film. And nice, yo. Um, I heard Rob Stark is whew, if in it too. If Romney Malik can get an Oscar for fucking rap Bohemian Rhapsody. Dude is starting this absolutely deserves an Oscar nomination and a win for this Rocket Man shit. He killed this role and it is it's a musical, but like it uses the musical aspects to do to get through the montages of time periods within Elton John's life to progress him forward. And it's done so it made it makes me hate Aladdin even more. Because it's yeah. it is it has a Disney feel to it. The way they did it, it's so well done. Fucking dance numbers, the singing, the way they use special effects and stuff, it's so damn good, man. Almost got a little dusty in my theater at one point. It it was it was good. That kid is a beast. And the other film is That's not what I expected, honestly. Bro, no, Mike, I almost didn't go. Like I was like, man, I don't I really don't care about the Elton John story. Like I love his music, but I really don't care about this. Right. And then the movie started and I was like, this might be good. And the first dance number happened. I was like, oh shit, I think I'm gonna like this. That's crazy. That's dope though, man. I might put it on the list then. And the other movie is Ma with Octavia Spencer, which is a slasher film about a black woman going crazy on some white kids. <laughs> Word. What you see in the trailer is exactly what you're getting from that movie. I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy. <laughs> she goes. Yeah, I'm gonna check that one out. I, I wanted it because two things. I read. I wanted the movie overall to be good, or I wanted the even if the movie wasn't that good. I wanted Octavia to just act their ass off. Twan, the amount of creepy, weird shit that Octavia Spencer does in that movie before she goes full blackout psychopath on these kids. That's all I need to hear, man. Is That's all I need to hear. It's exactly, it's not like Us. I know a lot of y'all watch the trailer for Us, and you're like, Us isn't what I expected from the trailer, even though I feel like the trailer for Us pretty much was the film. Out, us, out, us was what I expected from a Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, like, but they were looking at the trailer was, going, it's going to be like the crazies or something. I, it kind of was, no, kind of wasn't. Remember when we told people, like, you sometimes you have to explain to them what type of horror movie you're seeing? Cause they just hear a horror movie and they think I'm all the same. Like, no, they're not. There's, there's, True. there's like twenty thousand like sub genres in like the horror movies. I'm telling y'all, you don't have to worry about that. You see shit in the trailer, like her sewing a white girl's mouth shut and her running somebody over with a fucking truck and her sending them 150 million text messages of her acting crazy. Don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink. Listen, that's the film. It's that level of crazy that they present in the trailer is probably one of the most accurately cut trailers for a film yeah, I've seen this year. So go have fun. Octavia Spencer has crazy eyes. So it <laughs> crazy <laughs> ass black woman guy. going off of all these white kids. It's just so good. It's it was it I was entertained. Ashley was like, why did you bring me to this? I was like, because I am entertained. Dude, I've been waiting for this movie since I saw the trailer. It's, 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 it's very, very good. Me and Keisha, me and Keisha are going, and I'm so happy. I was, I was first happy for Octavia because she's always been trying to get like different type of roles. So you can see her in a whole different light. And when I saw this one, I was like, yes, this is perfect. Good. I, I, I dug it. 
uh, I didn't I didn't realize that there were people who were against going to see Octavia Spencer films because she's been in the help. But uh, I didn't know that was a thing. I look amazing. Black actress. They want to see her film. because she was in the help. But a decade ago, bro. If, like, I, if I tried to explain to you one of the conversations I had about why this person would did not want to go see an Octavia Spencer film from Bloom House, we're not going to talk about all the all the great Octavia like stuff that she done won. She done won awards. No, we're not going to talk about none all of that. the great movies she's done since then. No, and and the other part wow. of it was they didn't like the marketing. They didn't like that Bloom House, the same production company that did the Jordan Peele films, was now marketing this film with Octavia Spencer to the Jordan Peele audience without Jordan Peele's name on it, even though it's still a Bloomhouse production. Hold up. Do they, but do they understand that like Bloomhouse is its own production company that comes out with a lot of creepy horror movies? Did you general? hear what I just said? They, they, they did not like that the same production company that was behind Jordan Peele that is also behind this movie was marketing to black audience members who might want to see a, a, another film with they, a black person. They understand that like production companies do multiple movies. I'm sure they did, but they, they, I just, I kind of just backed out the combo at that the, point. That's like, like, that's like me uh, being upset when I see Paramount pictures, like, Oh, they own it. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Wait, I, wait. I, y'all I love see it. Like Bloomhouse and what is it? Um, Bloomhouse. I think is what, What's a Brad Pitt one? The A2 oh, A2? Plan B. No, Plan oh, no. B. Plan B is Brad Pitt. Plan B, there's no one. I think it's A24 or something like that. A24 Annapurna. is the new one that's doing... A24 did Book Smart, and they're doing Midsummer, and they did... Yeah. It Comes at Night. They did Yo, a lot of Midsummer looks interesting, man. I kind of low-key want to see it. I'm seeing it. It looked crazy and then, as fuck. Uh, Annapurna got some cool movies. Yeah, Annapurna like, does does a bunch of good ones as well. But like when I see Bloomhouse, I'm like, it's gonna be a so decent. I will give it a try. Like another company, it's a weird horror movie. Another <laughs> so another company I'll tell you to to keep watch for for creepy ass shit is Neon. Neon Productions does creepy ass good films too. So like if you see a film, you're like, this is by Neon. You might want to watch it if you like some psychological thriller shit. They do really good with those movies. They're kind of off the chain. They do them real uh, avant-garde type of psychological shit. Some of them. Like, they did the one with um, Lisa Bonet's daughter and the white girl from... Yeah, Zoe and the girl from um, Mozart in the Jungle. That's the sister of Gemma from Girls. I can't remember what her name is right now, but the one where... Uh, Zoe supposedly was murdered and they thought the white girl did it. And there's this whole other story involved into it. So you would have to go watch that. But they did a bunch of, uh, they did, uh, they did, uh, um, they did Ingrid goes West, which was good. They did a one called assassination nation about these girls. that end up like having to shoot up the people in their school. Cause the people are trying to kill them. You know, they did they're doing a I lot. Got my, I got that on my cue, Assassination Nation. I think, I, that trailer looked weird as fuck when I first saw it. I think they, they did a movie called Revenge. I remember why that's the one about the girl getting trapped in the desert that was crazy. They did one called Vox Lux with Natalie Portman, and it starts off with a very graphic school shooting scene. I was like, yo, this is oh, this might have been way too real. Like this this was and it was kind of like about Natalie Portman becoming like a super pop star after the school shooting she survived. That was mm. crazy. They did um I didn't know they did Three Identical Strangers, which is a documentary that everybody should watch cuz that shit is crazy. 
about the the three boys that found themselves, but they was all from this. They they all was raised by three different families, and they found themselves. And the adoption agency is crazy, and yeah, um, that shit is fire. <laughs> they did I Tanya, which is an amazing fucking film. They did a film called Monsters and Men, which you can watch on Netflix. Uh, three different perspectives from a shooting in New York, a black sh- uh, unarmed black kid shooting. So they, they do a lot of good ass films. Like they sent me a box set last year of all this stuff. And I watched like half of it and it was really good. So it's a, it's a bunch of new studios out here. Now indie ones on the rise that are putting out consistently good product. All right. Um, Deidre, what is the sex article? Man, I've been waiting all day for this Deidre. What? (laughs) Look, I'm going to tell you why I've been waiting. Cause one, like I'm, I'm grading myself to be like, have I heard of this before? Can I identify it from name, <laughs> or is this something just totally fucking brand new? So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to test my freaky. Oh Jesus! Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I guess why did how did I find this article? Oh, uh, I was talking to somebody and we were talking about fetishes, and I just started typing in because I was like. I'm sure there's more than what I know. And yes, this popped up. This is like the first article that popped up. And I clicked and I scrolled and I was like, holy shit, balls. This is absolutely crazy. So the article is by Thought Catalog, which they have some funny stuff on here. I keep saying I'm going to go back and read some more of their little articles. But um, this article in particular is 50 plus sexual fetishes you never heard of so you know fetish you know you've heard of like foot fetishes and stuff like that i guess those are like the the basic the vanilla ones but um Mm -hmm. they have a lot of stuff i didn't know there was an actual name for it like maybe i've seen it or heard about it and then they had a lot of things i was like that's too freaky for my blood um one of them um are we going is... through all 50 going through all 50 wait huh we going through all 50 or we just going through all 50 well then sure okay so y'all know I butcher name so just bear with me um oh yeah the names so... are difficult as <laughs> 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 i Look, said oh we going through cause, all 50 cuz they get to like butcher? okay they, yeah cuz they all like latin like you know terms and shit like that yes. so the first one i guess is vorophilia vorophilia yeah, sure go with that yeah brandon <laughs> just correct me and i'll just say sure because i'm not gonna disagree i'm practice reading while you're doing this <laughs> is that when you're into getting eaten you're yeah. like acting yes this is uh abnormal sex Sexual condition characterized by the tendency to become aroused by the idea of eating someone, the idea of being eaten by someone, or witnessing a cannibalistic scene. People with this particular paraphilia are common, referred to as vores, V-O-R-E-S. Sure. That's gross. Um, it sure it, is. There's hybristophilia, which is an abnormal <laughs> sexual condition 
in which sexual desire and climax occurs in response to the knowledge that one's partner has committed a heinous act such as infidelity, lying, or criminal acts such as rape, murder, or robbery. See, now, that's one I knew about. I didn't know it had a name. I've, like, I've heard about people. And I mean, what I knew about, I mean, like, people who get off on the thrill of that, not necessarily did all the stuff that comes with the thrill. Yeah, like, I've I've, I've heard, like, women and men getting off on the being, I guess, raped, I guess, forced against your will type thing. Yeah, like, consensual, non-consensual is a big thing. Um, that's, that's a big, uh, like kind of thing out there now, but I don't know if this falls into the same category. No, yeah. I think this is different. This one says it's, it's, but this it's, is a thriller just knowing that somebody yeah, did, something. did something. This did is aroused about you knowing so the person. Yeah. You see this. I think you see this in like the, like the dark, um, like crime shows or like the not dark crime shows, the dark dramas. Where like the woman is sometimes aroused by the fact that a person is a hitman or a gangster, or the, or the woman that be helping the person out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they get turned on by it, and it's like, oh, know. my pussy's so wet, you just killed that whole ass man. Essentially, oh my gosh. that's. I mean, that's what the girl. <laughs> but that's but that's what the girl what is in. Um, I still love your phrasing on that. What's the film called? <laughs> you got next. Dude, literally, the, the the mother gets stabbed, and then one of the sons, the girl, wants to fuck him next to the dead mother. Like, yeah. The whole thing has aroused her now. Right, boys. Get up there, man. Or like that movie we just watched, Brandon, with Which the... One? Mama over there, the can. Which one? Let's get this going. The one with Gypsy? They killed that woman, and then the next one. Yeah, I think no, I think he was just working off Aspergers. Like I really think he was just like kill people, (laughs) didn't have sex. sex Like he was following a procedure. He was like, these are the plans: stab your mother twenty eight times, pack your bags, have sex (laughs) on your bed. And he was like trying to stick to the plan because they're very regimented. I don't, I don't think he was suffering from this. (laughs) Oh lord, that was still funny, but. But then there's diaper bondage, um, which they said it's a form of submission that involves role play in which an adult regresses to an infant-like state. Often the adult performs the sexual fetish, will wear a diaper and act like a baby, seeking nurturing from their sexual partner. Wait. I've seen that. I've seen that. That's weird. That's yeah. real weird. I mean, they got, they got full, like, adult cribs and shit you can hey, get. Hey, wasn't that in the Netflix well, show? Is it a purple mattress? Sir, <laughs> sir, hey Deidre, wasn't that in that Netflix show about them putting something in school lemonade and they fr- they tried to frame one of them boys because he was in the yeah. diaper bot? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, American Vandal. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That was there. Oh, that was funny. Oh, I gotta rewatch that. that. Those were great. Um, there's sleeping sex. Uh, sexomnia is a rare sleep disorder that prompts an individual to s- seek sexual activity in their sleep. Uh, although most reported cases involve men, most males and females may um, innate sleep sex. Initiate so, sleep sex, yes. Uh, yeah, initiate. They said involve, most cases involve males. I'm like, uh, that's a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was fucking her. I was, I was asleep. 
Like, bruh. 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 The jackrabbit technique. Okay. <laughs> Just pretend you're on a roller coaster. I'm having a dream about roller coasters. <laughs> oh my god. Shut up. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> then there's, uh, okay, Twan, we, we can't read all of this. Aw, <laughs> man. Just say so something many. Like, it's that and there's like stories. No, but just say something next time. Just do 10. And we'll do 10 the next episode. We'll do 10. That's yeah, five episodes like, of Sex Talk. Oh, be here all night. We were I really good, um, There is um, Daddy Dom. Wait, did oh, you well, skip see, some? That's, that's, that's normal, though. Wait, you skipped some. I thought we're just doing... Oh, we're going to go and order the first 10. I yeah, so I we can just... do all 50. Okay, sorry. I guess like a Daddy Dom, that's normal, though. What, being called Daddy? I mean, the Daddy Dom thing, that's not like... Un- it's some pretty, them. it's normal freaky shit. If that yeah. makes sense, yeah. Well, of, well, just know that these things are. It's just fifty total. So yeah, some things might be known to you. Some of them may not be. Yeah, yeah. I'm be looking known. for. I'm looking for. Because there's rare. some people that don't know what the fuck that is. So. I'm looking for some rare ass shit. No, stop. Listen, go and order so we can do all fifty over five episodes. Like y'all breaking okay. the code now. Shit. Okay. So the cluck holding one is we all so, know that hold one. On. I like we, hold on, I feel like, hold we, on. I feel like we had a we've had conversations about that one what, multiple what, times on this yeah. show. We have. We hold have, on, yeah. hold on, hold on. I think you just added number fifty one because you said cluck holding. <laughs> what I told you, I'm gonna butcher these but, things. But, that, look, that is when you want uh you uh, you the woman you can get fucked by another dude while your husband watches wearing a chicken outfit see i would i would i would i would actually say that's well, when i would that say that's when you get them to play master you get them to play mistress and slave as you watch as the master the slave fuck the mistress mistress while he eating out of a bucket of kfc that's cluck you know holding it? Oh, you know what? You know what? You can sit you know, here. I want look, cluck holding. No, no. When you the when you the black dude, right, <laughs> and you fucking the white woman, and a husband there, but he like, what you want more, my wife or this bucket of chicken? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Worst shit I ever heard of. In my I think I think is I think this cluck holding. Oh my God! If I see that, if I see that, oh, oh first if I see that on Pornhub, I want my money. <laughs> Secondly, I'm not gonna watch it because that's racist as hell. I think, I think. that's the most racist I mean, shit I've heard have, in my life. If, if they have the porn where these folks are slaves and <laughs> Dude, they do they have, have that porn, yo, race like race play. <laughs> yeah, it that's real. the creepiest yeah. shit in the so world. You know they probably have something. So, that's what I said. That whole real. scenario, I'm sure it is on Pornhub. Race play is horrible, man. Like it is. Well, I'll tell y'all another one that exists now. If there's cluck holding. There has to be choke. There has to be choke holding, and choke holding is when you are cluck, you are cuck holding, and cluck holding at the same time. So you're a black man playing a slave, having sex with a white mistress, and the master is watching while the black man is eating eating crispy fried chicken out of a KFC bucket. But he also, in the middle of that, eats a Popeyes biscuit and almost chokes, and he has to get some water. <laughs> Choke holding. Next one. So this next one, I'm gonna probably butcher this too. Omoroshi, Omoroshi. No, I think you got it. Omoroshi. Well, we got we some like some Japanese shit, right? You know what I'm saying, man. We just some samurai stuff right here. We getting into. 
This is basically related to urine. So oh, this no. is where uh, oh, that, that someone different. becomes aroused when they have a full bladder and they wet themselves. What? So not so much on. So not. Uh, uh, I've seen. I've so seen you this. know, there's golden showers where you. Yeah, but I see the people that like that that like be holding it. They hold it so long. And then that release. I've seen that. Ew. So you just stand there and pee on yourself and the other person's like, oh my God. <laughs> no, you you get aroused from peeing on yourself. You get aroused yeah, like, from peeing or on you, yourself. Or you observe somebody getting, yeah. wetting themselves yeah, getting aroused. That's what I just said and Twan said, no, that's not it. It's, it's either or. Either you're peeing on yourself and you're aroused by that or you're watching somebody on themselves. I mean, if you look, if you people somebody go to shower, you already like they like that's a hop, skip, and a jump away. I mean, but the, yeah, well, yeah, but I guess with one, it's you know that person's doing it to themselves versus golden shower. You're peeing on actually somebody else, so that is more of a two person thing. <laughs> Whereas this one, you know, you're just kind of like watching, or you're just Man. doing it to yourself. Yeah, the Omo is the one. Sex is a spectrum and it's wonderful. But it really is. It's so interesting. <laughs> so interesting, sir. Like God. And yes, the thing is, is like you know, we're like, what the fuck? And somebody is like, I don't know why y'all tripping. This is yes, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know what the problem is. So uh, seven is spanking art. So I don't think this one is so. Yeah, but there's a art. There's an art to spanking. There's a way you got to we warm up and all that stuff. To get yeah. to the point, you know, because people, people like people be going in and just fighting people, and you can't be doing that. This man. nigga said, "Yeah, no, people. you're right. There are people that like the light spanking. I guess the, what this is like the arousal of from spanking yeah. or being spanked. Then they have the BDSM, where there's like people who want welts, like the marks. Yeah, who, mm. who want bruises? Yeah, uh, you get like you can get canings. You can get." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. I mean, I mean, then you get in the real deep. You get in like the 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 knife play and blood play. And you get into that stuff. You get yeah. real deep in there. Yeah, not my. That's not my cup of tea. Blood. Okay. Like human vampire shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 some people just like getting cut. Like just the fact of cutting other fuck the other people and stuff right. like that. It's, it's a weird. It's a. It's a they love it. Nah, 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 nah. No, nah, nah. <laughs> no I'm not getting knifed up. No, no. I'm not like that at all. That hurt um, too much, boy. Hurt too much. <laughs> uh, somnophilia. Hold on, uh, somnophilia. Somnophilia. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to get my Latin. Get my Latin. Sleep. It's like trying to fuck people who's asleep. Yes. I thought we did that one. Dependent on the act of of an intruding on a stranger mid sleep. This or is waking a stranger. Someone up. This is not somebody you know. So the other one was for somebody you just wake up, you start having sex with your spouse. Yeah, it's the jackrabbit syndrome. Yeah, this one is when you yeah. break into somebody's house and you have sex with them, which is also called rape. But you know, I... yeah, or waking <laughs> someone up with erotic caresses, which is also called rape. Rape, right? <laughs> That's just a souped-up version of rape. It really is. Like this one also should have ended with mostly men do this, but sometimes women are into yeah. it. Yeah, no. see, that, that's when you can go into like when I was talking about the consensual, non consensual, where you, if you're in a relationship with somebody or you're in oh, a you can act this where, out absolutely where, where, where that stuff will happen, where you like you can wake me up, have sex with me, and, and that would turn me on because I know, but you know, when I wake up and I see it's you, you know, you have that, you already have that permission to do that, right? Not just roll up on somebody. And rape them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't Big do difference. that. Yeah. 
people, people love to sometimes be throwing fetishes in there and it'd be like, oh, this is a fetish. And I'm like, no, that's sexual no, assault. That's right. That is, that, is. No, no. <laughs> that, that is not a fetish. The fetish community will look at you and be like, we do not approve right. of this. Sensual is the key word. Nah. Absolutely not. Um, then there is My Little Pony Sex. All man bronies? Bronies. Yeah. That's so specific. It's not even. Wait, like. like I... No, you don't know oh, what yeah, bronies are? Is it something My I little pony. Like, uh, hold on, you have no idea what a brony is. Fast. You don't like, know I about. I mean, you yeah, don't know bronies are real. Bronies, bronies are a real thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a real. My thing. herself does not know about bronies. They are so. dudes. Oh, they are dudes oh, who are into My Little Pony, and oh. like they have, Ooh. we have a brony convention a in Baltimore. Rabbit. That's a deep rabbit hole. Every so year, basically, My Little Pony, the cartoon came out. There is a big section of adult men who really, really like My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. And, and women, to be fair, but the bronies are the guys. The bronies are yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. But but the, the, the bronies are the creepy ones. Like, other, everybody's just a yeah, totally. which you Which you can't but, say, you really can't say creepy, because I've been past the brony convention, bro, and it'd be like fathers taking their sons and shit, and they're all bronies, dog. Especially with the new My Little Ponies cartoon, which is way more accessible now to... Like little boys as well. It's not all pink and glitter and shit. It really is just well, look, another I'm, cartoon. So is I'm, Bronies more of because like my now I'm thinking about it. So my um, brother, younger brother's roommate. He's a brony. Good for him. I, I'm assuming is if this is what that means is like he would always talk about how dope My Little Pony is. No, I watch My yeah. Little Pony episodes. Yeah. Bronies it's, take it a step cool. further. Thank you. They yeah the ones that are really up. really they want to fuck the pony no well, no they never really that no they they just really they're really really into it and what happened is they started going they when like My Little play. Pony would have conventions and stuff or go to places then it came out it was a bunch of guys there a bunch of older guys, like when they were expecting like you know younger kids and stuff yeah they, they do they do brony cosplay separate conventions they dress up like My Little Pony characters as well and they go to conventions yeah. like any other cosplay but it's specifically for bronies specifically for guys who are into my little pony like hardcore into my little pony this just happens to be a sexual thing now based off these guys who are into my little pony and like to fuck as my little bronies (laughs) i mean look every time every time any type of tv show or like movie comes out there's always a like a a porn caricature. <laughs> like, it's I, called Rule Thirty Four of the Internet. If it exists, there's porn of it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's just not even a whole just cartoon one. I mean, for it's John Wick, the there's absolutely John Dick. Like it exists out here. Man, digger. The so, action scenes are great. Right. And John Dick <laughs> fighting wow. and fucking. Wait. <laughs> John Dick. <laughs> Smooth cuts. There's no Yo, jump cut. <laughs> this. Dead ass. There is a Roots porn parody on. Of course. Uh, fucking Pornhub. Like, oh man. Of like, all the things, come on, man. Wait, so wait, hey, so man. it's like. I'm so not surprised. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When you say there's a Roots porn parody, is this like Quest Love and Black Thought falling in love? Or this... <laughs> <laughs> breaking the job. I'm breaking that ass. What it actually is. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> My name is oh, Captain man. Kirk. Yo, <laughs> like, I feel like after we get to the tail of this list, we need to all think of one show that we would really like to see a porn parody. Oh, I'm, I still have to talk about the... Uh, I'm going to also oh. drop a couple of um, people that have talked about what um, 
their weirdest sexual fetishes and then their their nose. Like what they're like, I'm not down with that shit. Oh, and their it, nose. I thought you meant their nose, like sniff sniff. No, well there is there is a uh a, there's a nasophilia. Right, man, looking up in people's nostrils. Put the tongue up there. Traction the noses. Um, no, oh, okay. I mean, okay. Let me clear your sinuses. <laughs> What's the oh. last one? There's one people that they left armpits, but um, mm. okay. So the armpits. <laughs> you like armpits? I said I'm not mad at armpits. That's right, man. Let me let me inhale <laughs> your musk. Too close to the line, sir. Too close to the line. I thought the word musk is just a, it's just a great word. Is it? Because there's, because there's musk, and then there's uh, what, what is the one for wet? No, no, no. What is the one for wet? Uh, what? Moist. Moist. There it is. Musk and moist. (laughs) She said, but this. He said, but this. <laughs> I don't know what it so much. It just like, she was so casual with it. Oh yeah, Medici. Uh Alex Medici. Medici. I thought you said Mendici. <laughs> Which one did you say? Medici. Oh man. <laughs> oh Lord. That was, that was hilarious. I'm naming this episode Medici. <laughs> <laughs> Put this on a on a Casper mattress. Oh, you should yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is perfect. That is perfect. As soon as that bitch falls out the box, you can bust a nut. But this. <laughs> oh, this is so great. We would oh. do the best Casper mattress commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh Lord! Mm. So the last, well, the one, the last, the ten, <laughs> number ten on here. Oh my gosh, teratophilia. Yep. So in love with the land, <laughs> like no. I heard you said Terra. That's why I was. I this. heard Terra too, but I thought so, I thought Terra was also like. Is that just an? That's about land. That doesn't have anything to do with like a number. Deidre, can you spell the first part of before philia? T E R A T O and then Philia. It's the Latin back here. Terato. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. First of all, <laughs> did you read the description for this? Because this is awful. Yes, it's being attracted to people with physical. <laughs> oh, physical disabilities? <laughs> no, deformities. Deformities. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the people that get off on like people who are, got amputations, mm, they and... wear your legs. Yeah. There's, there's a very what? long name for that one. Nigga. For amputees. Oh, there's, oh, there's a specific uh, one for amputations. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. And then stigma tophilia is uh, deriving sexual pleasure from people whose bodies are marked or scarred in some way. With Which the stigmata sounds like torture <laughs> from the devil. It sounds like torture, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect way to come through, sir. I thought you weren't the one for me, but then I saw that your foot was missing. <laughs> so then there are people. I'll Turn just read a couple seat. of um, people. This is, of course, on Reddit. <laughs> Reveal their of weirdest sexual fetishes. Uh, one said soft sweaters. Huh? 
and he says weird sexual fetishes well if by weird you mean rare i bet nobody here shares this one i love women who wear soft sweaters i don't know what it is but what? if a sexy woman is wearing a soft sweater i immediately <laughs> am infatuated <laughs> Like, a, glue, like a, a soft glue? sweater, like though. A, like like a, is, there, is there a hard sweater? What, what is a hard mohair? He even named fabrics. Okay, okay, okay. He like he like you. You come you come with me with that cashmere, and we about to get. Why in. don't he just jerk off with a sweater? If that's like, is it? Is it? Because it got to be on some titties, Brandon. Does it? Because uh, what if he's attracted to men, Mike? It's got to be still got to be on some. He titties said actually. women. Deidre just said yeah. women. With he soft was sweaters. specific. Yes. Women in soft sweaters. Mm. Yeah, yeah, women in soft sweaters. Mm. Okay. Now then, I'm gonna be. I look the freaky be with that. He just like people who do a light sweating. Like he like I like a girl. That's what she said. I was like, when she got that glow right after she warmed up <laughs> for working out, which is like crazy because that, like, that shit be sweaty armpits, girl. Bro, that shit do be attractive, but you also know they funky. You be like, oh, she look good. She stink. Hey man, it's that glow, man. The I light hit it. Like, it's the glisten. Mm-hmm. It's the light. It's the, it's the glisten. You look it's like baby glisten. oil, mm-hmm. but you smell like musk. <laughs> you musket boys. <laughs> oh, that's the name of the second half. You can't, uh, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't lay on that castle. On the Casper. You can't lay on my Casper. <laughs> Get off my Casper. <laughs> <laughs> After 100 days, I like to send this back. <laughs> it's musket boy. It's got too much to put this on it. Right, couldn't get it out. Oh boy, I couldn't get this. It just, it just stays moist. I don't know why. I swear to God, I never pulled it out the box. <laughs> All right, man. Man, shoot. Oh, I busted out, then I busted down on the mattress. Now I'm sending it back. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> uh, so there is someone that said um, I like to see girls slimed, covered in mud tied in the face or generally messy growing he up said slime like that happens a lot hey, where do you find like, slime dog like, like how many times have just, you just randomly outside like seeing somebody get slimed well, like, what, is the, what was the Nickelodeon shit double dare like oh double dare is my yeah, shit unless, <laughs> unless you was at Nickelodeon studio <laughs> that's the only time oh my god is that legend of the hidden temple oh <laughs> Which is great, mm. sir. Calm let's down. Go, let me see people slimed. You better get that question wrong, girl. <laughs> Come get this slime. <laughs> My favorite movie is Ghostbusters. Come get this slime, girl. Mm. Someone says uh, I have a thing for sleeping girls. Yes, it's weird, but I never acted on it until my current girlfriend. That's called right. She's into it though, <laughs> and sometimes as a special treat. She'll get super wasted and pass out oh or take heavy pills and tell me to fuck her while she's out cold. No, she didn't, I mean, bro. She didn't tell you to do that. I guarantee she didn't. <laughs> if it's a consensual oh relationship, God. it is okay. She did not tell him to do that, Twan. She, <laughs> you know, I don't put nothing past anybody. Oh, my so. God. She's like, but she's like, I took 27 pills and told him to fuck me in my sleep. Like, bro, you try to, she trying to set you up like Patty, dog. <laughs> Not like if that's what she told you, dog. I'm telling you. Like, could you please sign this form before we? Oh my god! Oh, finish, take it like Dave Chappelle. And that was with um, here, initial here. A little uh, bit like I'm a notary. There we go, bro. That was with uh, Rashida check, Jones. Yes. Check this box if you want anal. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And she was like, "No, nigga." Like, oh, sure. Standard. 
Uh, fun fact. That's the most black Rashida Jones has ever looked on television. That fucking Dave Chappelle skit. Like she has a tan and everything. I'm like, that's absolutely a black woman. Yeah, she does. She even had a Every black time. woman haircut. Like I was like, that as a black woman. She does not have the long ponytail hair. Like she has a she has the Holly Berry a cut. Style. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then there's this one that says, I like to watch videos where doctors and paramedics try to resuscitate fat men who have are having heart attacks. Oh my god. Man, that is that is specific right Very there. specific. <laughs> <laughs> Every week this motherfucker is watching my six hundred pound life with his dick in his hands. Like, bruh. That is specific right there. You saw something. I eat the the counselor me wants to analyze that. You better eat that whole <laughs> fucking pizza. That one out. Um, there's this also uh, one that says uh, it's weight gain. Yeah, I know this. Oh, like feederism. Really yeah. There's uh, that. Yeah, kind of like that. This is the most common time this comes up is if someone grumbles that they've gained weight or they they're stuffed or their pants don't fit. Sometimes I like to watch the biz- Biggest Loser and I get really aroused oh looking God. at the before and after. <laughs> Imagining them reversed, of course. What? I, about... like, I was like, like biggest loser is, is has to be like nothing for the. You have to hate that show. God, right. really? He likes the reversed. Damn it, his pants fit more than the after. Or thinking about uh, the people who were kicked off the show and will gain it all back. What? The most unrealistic that's, fantasy that's is that's my true. significant other somehow getting fatter and fatter as. As I have sex with them, oh. he wants to be a feedy. Oh Yay! Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then um, some ones that they said that uh, fetishes that disgust them, like they're like absolutely not doing. Um, one, of course, is anything anal. He's like, I don't understand the appeal of that whole poop comes from there. Poop likely may still be in there. I don't want poop on my dick. Hey, look, but look. There's a perfectly good hole right next to that literally is made for me to have sex in. And there's pee Maybe in it. There's pee around it. Why I, want so, this. I don't understand. There's, <laughs> there's pee in that hole. Like, there's pee around. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> You're going to get pee on your dick. Like, what? You know what? I can't. Then there's bug chasing. Buck chasing? Oh, that's the creepiest, craziest shit there is. Oh, I, I don't know what that is. What is bug it's chasing? going to purposely try to get HIV. <laughs> what? Okay, look, yes. look, look. Wow. I consider myself, I consider myself a freak ass motherfucker. I am frozen. That's the first time I didn't heard that. I am listen. I am done. What, yes. what in the hell? What in the? I am what? absolutely done. Yeah, I, no. yeah. I, I think I it's a phenomenon that's kind of mostly in the gay community, but I've heard about it, and like dudes will like go around having unprotected sex to try to get AIDS on purpose. And then when you get what? it, is the party over? Like I don't understand. I don't. What? I don't know. I don't. Wait, what? Do you lose Girl, the fetish what, what? after that? Oh, because you, you can't get AIDS twice. Once you got it, you got it. It's locked what? in. Like, all right. Let's go to the next one because yeah. I, I need I need a palate cleanser. Right, that just kind of shut <laughs> everything we down. We just we have a good time. That it got a little too real right on that one. Yeah, it's fucked <laughs> up, man. Yeah, man. It's fucked up. Um, there's of course feet. Um, he says uh, 100,000 times over feet. I don't get why people want to lick and suck on Yeah, I don't get that shit. Yeah, that's something that can smell so bad. I'm guessing it tastes just like, just as bad as sometimes too. 
they hey man, some people love the bus. No, I just don't get it. I just don't get. Yeah, the, I don't get the, the feet. I don't get it. Like, I, just don't I don't get even it. like my feet being bothered. So. Right, I'd be like, bro, don't touch my feet. Like the doctor be like, we gotta inspect your toes. I'd be like, no, you don't. If they fall off, they fall off. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Don't touch my feet, bro. Yeah, I'm not. Um, then there's uh, things like furries. Yeah, furries when you dress up as any, animals. Anybody through two layers of carpet. Yeah, you dress up like animals and they're very furry and y'all fuck. You've never seen that? Like just people making they, fun of it? Yo, those suits are nice though, man. Oh, they spent like, thousands of dollars on those shits. Yeah, they're very really. Elevated. No, there's a whole yeah. market for making furry suits. Like people who design cosplayer suits and shit. That's a whole market of of dot of money, dog. Because the, the material and stuff, and having to sew it all together and creating shit that looks realistic, it's expensive as fuck. And usually you can get a like you have because you have one suit and you kind of make a character in that suit and all that stuff. So yeah, but it's a lot of mm. a lot of stuff that goes in there, man. Yeah, interesting. Um, then there's also things like ball stomping. I've seen I, that. No, no. Dude, I saw a video of the woman just kicking the dude. I was like, what? Oh, I saw, yeah. I, I saw no. you dying. No. I was oh. like, did he have to go to the hospital? Because I feel like that that organ is not meant to take, like, punishment. Like, whoo. Mm-mm. Yeah. I've seen no that. And, um... Yeah, don't it always look like he should go like the person should go to the hospital after that like oh yeah dude, like, like, his balls are like blue like like, like they are they are like you have cracked something yeah there has to be an art in there to not puncture <laughs> and they're doing it like with heels like yes these, oh. heels and sometimes they're putting that heel in balls mm. Ooh, out. and them niggas dick is so hard because that is no. what they want but she like, kicked them in the balls the balls don't get hard so Nope. Like, nope. Nope. Mm. Nope. 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 Yes, Mm-mm. dick is on a thousand because they get the ball. I just can't. That, don't. Don't. Today's Satan. Nah, keep your feet away from my dick, dog. Not today. What is happening right now? Oh, yeah. The audio the, straight went out. Conversation. Yeah, there was no you. You nothing you said was recorded. Audio straight went out. Oh. So you got to start okay. over. Whatever you read, you got to go back. Uh, the one was with fake boobs. He oh. says, I can't even watch a porn if the chicken has a pair of bolt-ons. Okay, there's a term? They, okay. Sure. Bolt-on replacement titties. Sure. <laughs> um, and then genital pumping. Like mm. when guys put their dicks in tubes and pump it out. Mm. Pump it up or some shit to make it grow super huge. Hey, but look. I saw a thing where some dude put his dog in oh. some in some sort of mini pressure chamber and it grew to the size of his forearm. Hey, dudes been doing that. That's what they did before Viagra. Yeah, they did, but yeah, they did. Just reset. Yeah, I've seen it. Nothing about it looks. It looks painful. It looks so painful, dog. painful. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like, bruh. Um, oh, my God. Did y'all see? I don't know where I saw this. It was, like, a dude who's, who had, like, the biggest dick or something, and he had all these surgeries to get it, and that shit looked like he stuffed two basketballs in front of his pants, and he was walking around like this. And that was oh, his dick. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> These people oh, need help. They do. We need to help That's them. disgusting. What do you want to do with that? I, like, 
like he said, women be wanting him to pull it out, but I'm like, you need like not four. The fuck not the, well, no, it's some girls. Man, that probably um, let me take that shit back. Man. Hey, hey, DJ, my DJ, vagina, DJ, like no, DJ, that, that's number. I'm not number thirty nine. Dying and the paramedics coming here talking about what happened. Oh, she's dying on my dick because it's just so big and it probably punctured some organs. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nothing about that is is. Mm-mm. But there are some women that are like size queens. Good for them. <laughs> yes, good for their vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, would not be me. Um, I need all these YouTubers to stop having all these. Because you know, there's like a fake, like a, a vagina thing that you can wear, like a cup, and it makes it look like you have a fat vagina. It's too much, man. It's too much. Dead ass. There is, there is, there is, there is a. It really is. This thing exists. And I, I found out about it around the same time you started seeing all these IG models that all of a sudden, like, they always are showing their vagina through their clothes, and it's always this big, fat-ass vagina. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they use a vagina cup. I wonder if that's a, if that's a vagina cup. I'm sure it is one. That's disturbing. Because, you know, somebody might think you have, like, <laughs> camel toe, and then they have sex with you, and then they see you look like roast beef. That's a complete opposite. Always says roast beef. Always. We've seen roast beef pussy. I mean, look, look, look. Women out there, do not change your stuff. Because there's a lot of men out there. Somebody likes it. Somebody will eat your roast beef pussy. You better get your stuff. Like, look, dudes ain't choosy, man. Like, what? Some women be listen, bad no. I'd be like, some dude, man, this dude's out there. Like, hey, no, all dudes ain't choosy. I'm married. I'm choosy. Okay, like you done chose. I chose. That's right. I'm choosy. Yeah, exactly. I'm choosy. You done chose. You That's made right. your last choice. Because like, I'm choosy. Final answer. Like, like I don't like. I be looking like you be going you through. Sure? Yes. You be seeing some of the shit that niggas be putting their tongue and face into, and I be like, ah, how? What the fuck? I can't have a normal conversation. That's the part. Uh, That's the part that mm. I remember I had this conversation with somebody. It's like, it's there are people that will, they will fuck raw. Any and everybody, like, like just no care in the world. They'll do all this, like, ungodly, like you said, just freaky, nasty stuff. But you can't have a conversation with them. No. Like you just can't. The nasty stuff mm-hmm. fucks up your brain cells, so that's why they can't have a legit conversation with you. No, you know, I understand if this is like your purpose, like you just want to have sex and then that be it. You don't want to have a conversation, like that's that's one thing. But there are people that are like trying to be like, I like him. I'd be like, Do you know his last name? <clears throat> like, how do you like him? Because he put his dick in me. Mm. That's how I know I like him. There's plastic for that. Like you- I'm not. This, this doesn't tell me anything. I gave him the digits on Tinder. <laughs> Shut up. I went to see my my psychiatrist. I went to see my uh my fortune teller. She told me. Uh, she counted nope. the rings on my face. The last no um is <laughs> urethral insertion. Is the what? 
Look, I I saw that and I was I like, saw one ah. and I was like, I was like, ah. wait, the ah. horrifying. The what? Holy shit, balls! You How? put shit in your pee hole and uh, then like hit uh, it. The stop! Thing. No, yeah. it's good. It's, um, uh, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so it's, yep. uh, he says sho- shoving stuff up your dick. Oh my like, god! Like two picks of ropes just to get off. Mm. I mean, what the fuck? Mm. So yeah, I've seen one where it was like this. I don't know. It was like a tube or something, mm. and it was a guy. Like he was, he was masturbating. All right, thank y'all for listening to the Where's My Forty Acres podcast today. <laughs> yeah. so, we, we, and I mean, at y'all next weekend. Hope y'all enjoy the show. Was, please, <laughs> please sign up for premium. And I was looking like I'm not supposed to watch this, but this is very interesting. Mm. I have no, never like, like, seen like, this ever. I well, mm. yeah. I don't think I could do that to somebody. Oh, God. <laughs> Need the hands of a surgeon. <laughs> oh, my God. Boy, when you sneeze, this messed up. Oh. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> it's oh, done, boy. You were like Indiana Jones trying to change. Take the crown off the pillow. You were like, you oh, got to concentrate. My God. <laughs> Yes, I, I I didn't know it was a thing. I don't even know what I was clicking till it got to Niggas that. Niggas be like, "Ooh, I got oh. a kidney stone. Mm, it's about to hey, be a man. fun night." When you go, mm. when you go through, when you hit the uh, like the porn jump and you go, it is like going down the YouTube rabbit hole. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> you end up in a dark place. Like what? It really is. <laughs> it mm. really is, especially if you do your tabs. Like yes. Like right click for later. No. Yes, you no. can go down. No. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. Like twenty like, <laughs> no. times open. You be looking at it. Look, oh, this video looks interesting. Your computer. Maybe right back for now. Right look click. Did you your computer slowing down? <laughs> <laughs> that brings a whole new meaning to getting piped. It's just it's mm. on my phone. Yeah, make sure like, you close all the tabs. <laughs> somebody go somebody go let me use your computer hold up hold up man y'all better yeah. be looking up that shit with a private browser at least no all my all my stuff is on my phone y'all but, niggas better um, be incognito <laughs> going to look up this shit yes it's tab. I have tons of tabs lord you looking this shit up on verizon's network you could just click on it and move to the next one you know all that shit is stored in verizon's network it's like meal it's like meal <laughs> yeah, right, right look if Verizon, if look, some of these networks, if they ever put out Nick, just, just just the creepy statistics, they don't have to put oh, them, like, yeah. just the just the statistics that people see. Oh my god, we will really see the human element, and it'll be some weird Bruh. ass shit. Man. Uh, you need to get you an incognito browser so your history don't get saved. At least, like I said, minimum, or get you a VPN That's service. That's the minimum. Get you a mm-hmm. VPN service on your phone so you can go ahead and be in China when you're looking this stuff up. <laughs> Look, and then then you're gonna really get some stuff. You're gonna be like you Bro, the whole floodgates oh, yeah. will open. Did them? Oh get shit. You, get you like a tour browser and then you're gonna be in some weird stuff then, man. I just, <laughs> Niggas be like, you wanna go to the dark web? Nope. Nope. No, no, no. Look, I didn't want to go to dark web before at all because I don't know nothing about it. And then after watching listen to one episode of Reply All, I was like, never again. Never in my life. Bruh, Am I trying to t- I, I don't wanna so... I don't wanna go to the gray web. I don't, I don't want to go. Know. Yeah, I don't know that process. I'm sure it's a process it. to get on there. Yeah, you just get you know. get a VPN I'm gonna say the and nice you get a Tor browser, and pretty much you can go. Basically, when people say go to the dark web, you have to know exactly what site you're going to from that point, and then you that that opens up the floodgates, a rabbit hole down into other sites that you can find from there. 
but it's not like you type darkweb.com and that, like that's how you get there. <laughs> Somebody has done that. Is it something you um, have to like install? Oh my god, I wish I had purchased the name darkweb.com. I wish I had that domain. I'm sure yeah. that shit has well, to be worth a couple. Well, of it's basically just a is a part of the web that's unmonitored. Yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. That's basically just mm-hmm. completely on my slave. You get like you said, you you can get you like a Tor browser which is going to bounce your stuff off. So nobody can track where, like, where you actually getting on. Your IP address is going to say like Switzerland or something. Yep. Like you can start getting on that stuff, and that's what you see people doing, like illegal stuff, like buying drugs, Bitcoin. That's shit. why, that's why crypt, the cryptocurrency became good because you can use the currency on on that web, and there's no paper trail or no anything like that. Nope. But like, like saying, I like could have bought Bitcoin in college when it was super cheap. But I was like, the only thing I ever knew people use Bitcoin for was buying drugs on the dark web. Yep. So I was like, I'm not going to buy this shit. So I'm not going to get any Bitcoin. Bitcoin. But I could have bought like two or three thousand dollars. Like one Bitcoin. Right. Wow. I could have paid off my student loans wow. if I bought three Bitcoin in 2006. Mm. It is it is a place that you venture when you probably just don't ever go outside. Like, See, my thing is, I feel web. like it's going to be like, going into like when you be seeing people uh, in horror movies that go like to like the demons jump like once I open the door the, right. door, ain't be, the door ain't gonna fully close no more Yeah, and I'm gonna let something in, in that I don't want you know what I mean and I, I, I ain't tech savvy enough yeah, me neither. you know how to navigate mm-hmm. this like I'm gonna right. go out there one time and like order just a pair a pair of Jordans <laughs> and they gonna have all my stuff also like, yeah. um, that's, a, that's a misconception the dark web is not unmonitored at all the FBI be all up in that shit monitoring so yeah second reason cause I'm gonna do something <laughs> that you know that is absolutely look, 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 look they gonna be like oh so you okay. yeah I don't know the terms they hit me with something weird and that's I know that people knocking down my door man like what did you what did you do did you use Bitcoin? I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted some taco powder. Yeah, it's it's wild. So, oh, it's right, was that the last one? Please tell me it was the last one. Yes, that's the last one for now. Cool. So we can wrap the show up now. I can go have nightmares. <laughs> I mean, just think if we did all of these shits, we'd be here for oh, three so o'clock. It'd be uh, so great, though. No, it wouldn't, because some of us gotta go to work in the morning. So, oh, but it'd be so wonderful though. No, it wouldn't, because some of us gotta go to work in the morning. <laughs> I mean, we have tons to talk about. Well, just hold on to them. Okay. We'll be back next week with a uh, ten mo. But for now, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this show up because my depression is coming. Uh, I can't hold it back. It's just <laughs> creeping on in. That was the darkness, my old friend. <laughs> oh, come to talk no. to you again. It's like no, it's, I love with any any movie or show jump cuts to that song. No, <laughs> like, it's, it's, the best shit it's, the, it's amazing. Oh my god! All right, y'all. This has been another Where's My Forty Acres production. Appreciate everybody for listening. Don't forget to send voicemails and emails and make sure you leave some five-star reviews for us. And shout out to everyone who is premium supporting the podcast, getting all these extra ass podcasts. There are three, there are three episodes coming out this week and another episode coming out Monday. And the one coming out Monday is going to start the June lineup. So I'm not sure exactly what we're doing from June, but like I said, we talk about some things at the beginning of the episode. Those will absolutely get done. But until then, 
We will holler at y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next next week if my depression goes away. Uh, what did uh, see? I keep thinking of Dave Chappelle saying, "Night, night, keep your butthole tight." Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Night, night, keep your pee hole tight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cover the hole up at all costs. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs> 